Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. The boys are here. We're in studio one day a week. We're in studio. It's today. Today's the day. We're the day that we're in studio. Today is going to be the day that we're in the studio. Right now, you should. I will do Wonderwall. <laughs> I tell you, I own one record. Have I Three hours of alternative Wonderwall lyrics here on Two Men On. What's the story, Morning Man Fred? That's me. I'll be this voice for this program for this amount of time. If you're from out of town and you're in town for high school basketball, welcome. Welcome to the show. I don't know if that's a thing. Do people, do you go to new cities and tune into local sports talk radio? Oh, I do. A hundred percent. Yeah, you do. It's to check out the competition for me though. <sighs> See who I got to shake down. Why do you, you use words that I wouldn't use? <laughs> I can't shake down the competition. Sh- shake down. All right, we're going from Oasis right. to Tom Petty now. Is that what we're doing here? a lot of energy in my life this is some of it speaking of horrible songs getting stuck in your head oh why i've had in my head all day that one kanye song from uh now i just went g this walks no definitely not that g this walk the song from the hangover but the only part that's got stuck in my head was and that's been repeating in my head all day and it is driving me insane give it to me one more time let's come back to that song after the commercial all of the lights is that what that is i don't know that's the only kanye song i know though that that's the Kanye song I felt that really went mainstream because of sports. It's uh, it's Kanye, Rihanna, and Kid Cudi. All of the lights. So I'm typing in on the Google search, la 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 la, zabidi flabidi habidi dooby Kanye. Turn up the lights in here, baby. That's the song. Extra bite. And I think it's Kid Cudi. That was like Kid Cudi's first break. Was that Kid Cudi? Yeah. Because Kid Cudi has done solo stuff. So what would that have been? That would have been, that would have been 2010, my, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Is that right? Is that the Kanye 2010 one? Can't tell me nothing. I don't know that one. That's it. Can't tell me nothing, right? Today's Ayn Varsity on Two Men On is the Ayn Varsity of Kanye bangers. 
Oh, great. Okay. I don't know any. I'm not a big Kanye guy. You just knew that one. Well, because it got stuck in my head, because in my subconscious somewhere I had a dream about it, and I woke up with it in my head, and I didn't know what song it was until I Googled it all day, even though every second of the day when I wasn't busy, all I heard in my head was la, 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 la. This is not a radio bit, what I'm about to do. This is real. Okay. You know we live stream on the social medias? Sure. From the live stream chat room. Okay, wait till I get my money right. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. your terrible interpretation. Everyone knew it immediately. I think just the la, 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 la. I think that one sticks out a lot. You don't even need the. That part, I don't think, is a actual part of the song. Michael Vitale, are you with us? <laughs> yes, live and in color. Oh, hey, there we go. There he hey. is. What's the matter, What's you? What's up, my guy? What's the matter, you? What's the matter, you? Ben Thank you. See, he knows. This is the first day we've been with Michael since the last day we were with Michael, so this is nice to be with Michael. This is the last time we've been with him since his birthday. Is that true? Yeah, it's been uh, almost a week. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, yes. But you, yes. Because you were, but I wasn't. New Mexico Highlands Cowboys baseball. By the way, head, head basketball coach of New Mexico Highlands University Cowboys, Mike Dominguez, will be joining us Thursday live at O'Neill's as he's in town uh, scouting the high school basketball tournament. So that's going to be kind of fun to be able – we're going to have a lot of conversation about like, hey, coach, what are you looking for in players? And also with MLG, did you see this today? Did you, did you boys see this? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. I've never been prouder. Okay. Except for all those other times that I've been prouder. But besides that, never been prouder. Let me also, uh, I just pulled out my social media to pull up the article I was about to talk about. And okay. I just saw from my social media that it's Chelsea Cineros' birthday. And I know she listens often. Aww. So happy birthday to Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. She is beautiful and fun and smart and a community oriented giver. And in in it's National International Women's Day. And she owns a small business here in town called Round happy Two. Happy birthday to Chelsea. She is tremendous. Happy birthday to her. So I, I didn't have, I was busy all day, right, Fred? So, first I didn't, time in a long time. I didn't have a lot of time to unpackage. You're not wrong. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to unpackage International Women's Day. Yeah. Because last month we celebrated right. Women in Sports Day. Are you messing with me right now? No, why? All right, because this morning I'm at the YMCA. Okay. So this morning I'm at the YMCA with uh, Brandon Ortega. Yep. And uh, we're... We're doing. We're shooting hoops, right? Right. And I see, like, between a shooting hoops, like, moment or whatever. And also, I did I say David Estrada was there too? David Estrada is there too. So it's me, Brandon Ortega, and David Estrada. Okay. And we're playing. We're playing twenty one. We're just hooping. We're having a whatever. And I check my social media, and it's like, oh, International Women's Day. I'm like, boys, like, I'm not trying to sound stupid here. Wasn't Women's Day just like three weeks ago? Like, didn't we interview Chanel Weesey? Like, didn't we? Interview like everybody, everybody, guys, everybody at the Dice Soaps. Gina, yeah, and the Gladiators had everybody. We on. had everyone on, and then Brandon and David were both like, "I think it's different." It's <laughs> like so. F- from what I understand, with uh, one Google search, <laughs> is it was Women in Sports Day. So that's why we highlighted all those women in sports. But today is International Women's Day. And I don't know a lot of international women. That means you have to be citizens of multiple nations. Is that correct? Brittany Griner is currently an international woman. Put her on the list. Yes, she's oh. in an international incarceration. 
So she's going to be on a lot of days with that one. She can gulag a lot of them in her in her diary. Mm. From the video stream live chat on social. By the way, if you don't check out our live stream on social media, that's where the FOTs are. That's where the friends of the show are. Mm-hmm. And Joel Loeveno, who's a friend of the show, has done the program multiple times. Uh, he's like the face. He's the meme master of the Albuquerque Aardvarks. By the way, they're a rugby team. It's like they're professionals playing Little League against some other teams. Uh, we got to get them some better competition. Yeah. No offense to everyone else. El Paso, Las Cruces, yeah. Santa Fe. Are the Brujos. The Albuquerque Brujos, Phoenix, Flagstaff, Denver. The Southwest. Just wiping the floor. Embarrassing. This, this whole part of the country. If you, if you claim to be rugby or rugby adjacent and you're not an aardvark, what you are is going to get embarrassed by the aardvarks. Yeah. I see a lot of people jumping ship to the aardvarks. Have they played anybody from Arizona or California? Yes, and they whoop them. And they beat them. Wow, they're that good. Yeah, they beat Phoenix. They beat Flagstaff or Northern Arizona, whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. I beat COVID. Yeah, Fred beat COVID. So, I mean, we're all on a roll, really. So, Joel, because of the program yesterday, and if you're a friend of the show who frequently listens to the program, you know that yesterday I took the hinges off the door, I became unhinged, and I kind of went off on the Batman. You you laid it on pretty thick, Fred. So Joel went and saw the Batman, and here's his here's his uh, retort to the Batman. I just saw Batman last night since Fred advertised against it. I'll never <laughs> say Fred was right, but he wasn't wrong. Because it's the most garbage piece of fiction ever put together. And here's how I know my smartphone is listening to me. I know you're out there, Ghost of Steve Jobs. Because my YouTube today was all Batman Sucks review videos. Oh, nice. It knows. Very nice. Like, we're living in, like, a 1984-style future where we get to pick our own apocalypse, and mine is going to be overthrown by Terminator-style computers. Mikey, Fred last night spent all show describing how bad Batman is, and he's like, you got to go see it. <laughs> it's like, no. Remember. No, I'm not spending $20 on a movie and $10 on popcorn and $7 on a soda, and i got to go to the gas station and pour a bunch of whiskey into a flax and sneak in the whiskey, <laughs> all, all to watch a bad movie. I'll see it in six months on HBO, and then I'll tell you how bad it is. Hey, Van is the guy who camelbacks into movie theaters, Vital. He gets his camel back, and he's like, yeah, this is water. It's my special alkaline water. <laughs> and then soup, because, you know, all right, I'm not trying to stereotype certain professions, but, you know, ticket taker at the movie theater is a certain type of individual. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. You interpret whatever I said the way I said it. Also, 505-246-0610, if you have ever been or if you have strong opinion on the character of an individual who's willing to take tickets at a movie theater, you call the program and you tell us your story. Defend or attack. I don't care whichever. So the, people, ticket terrors at movie theaters are like two wildly different people. Did you say T-E-R-R-O-R, ticket terrors? Okay, one of them is a terror. Thank you. <laughs> and one of them is a terror. Ah, terror. So either one guy is like, whatever, bro, I don't care. Yeah. Bring in your camel back full of gin and tonic. Uh-huh. Whatever, Hey, bro. you were already here, right? No, you're good. Do you need a knife for those limes, dude? You seem cool. Yeah. And then there's the other guy mm-hmm. who's like, excuse me, sir, you didn't hand me your ticket. I have to... Okay, mm-hmm. so those, uh, aisle 13, uh, theater 13 is right here. Your your seats are fourth down on the left. And, There'll be no outside food or beverage. And knowing, um, I'm going to need your mother's maiden name for entrance. And knowing your dating history, they're also like, uh, sir, are 
are you her legal guardian? Is she able to see this R-rated movie? And do you get that one too? She, do you get that? I do get that one kind of often. <laughs> and usually they're international as well. So. <laughs> Happy International Young yeah. Women's Day. Uh, no, sir. I was just bringing an interpreter for pandemic. Thank you. Is that what you said? Yeah. It's not so bad. Oh, no. So anyways, <laughs> Mike Dominguez is joining us on Thursday at O'Neill's. Here's why it's significant in the world of news. Okay. Because New Mexico Highlands recruits New Mexico. Yeah. New Mexico Highlands gets New Mexico athletes. And MLG, Michelle Lujan Grish, and I'll give her her full name as she deserves it right now. College is now officially tuition free, boys. Tuition free. Really? In the state of New Mexico? Congratulations. For most New Mexican residents, college will now be officially tuition free. Grisham signed on Friday Senate Bill 140, otherwise known as the New Mexico Opportunity Scholarship app. It's been around for a couple years, but here's the real thing. Boys, they're putting 75 mil into it, boys. That's a lot of money. That's 35,000 students a semester, boys. That does, that includes traditional learners, that can do, includes adult learners, that uh remote learners, that part-time students, you have to just take a minimum 6 hours. Here's what I'm saying though. Well, what about tech school? I'm a big trade school, yes, tech school guy. 100% that's in. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. New Mexico Highlands right now can get the best players in New Mexico for $0 for their programs, boys. Send those scholarships to Texas, Arizona, Colorado, California, wherever you're getting your Utah, I guess, if you want a tall white guy. You get all those players in on scholarship. You're talking Keith Van Horn type? If he's available. Yeah. Yeah. Or get like a transplant one from Australia that comes Ooh. by way of Utah. You know how they do that. Yeah. So... You can, in theory, if you're New Mexico Highlands or Eastern or Western or UNM or State or there's other schools, I'm sure, with basketball teams, what you can do, you can fill out a roster for $0, boys. It's a freebie. It's a free for all. Are you kidding me? I'll play sports. Can I re-enroll? Is your daughter too old to take up golf and get a scholarship here? I still got some innings left in this arm. I'm going to apply to Highland and try out for the baseball team. We're up there all the time working. I might as well play baseball when I'm there, too. What's your eligibility? Eligibility? Yeah. I think I got, um, what's the max? Five years. I think I have five years left. You'd have to get a graduate's degree in that factor, and you didn't even get a regular degree to start, so I feel like you're aiming a little high. Let's do this. I can print semester I can pr- one. I can print some off the internet. Is that the same? <sighs> That's how I got into Super Bowl one time. Like my Church of the Latter-day Dude um, certificate for my priesthood? Same thing? I just printed that off the interwebs. (laughs) When you became an ordained minister for the Latter-day Saints? Church of the Latter-day Dude. It's it's wildly different. Mm, We just had a lot of Utah talk recently. Yeah, I know. Utah's on your mind. Oh, that's a good country song. I'm going to write that down. Check it out, though. If your kid is a kid who's trying to do some secondary education, there's now a $3 million endowment to expand tuition assistance programs. Um, th- I mean, this is what's up, boys. I'm not trying to be that guy right now. Because, like, you, I, hey, but the politics, Fred, where's the money going to come from? Where, you, know, you know where it's going to go? To helping your kids. Your kids? Yeah. Hey, where it comes from? I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a song. Where Honestly, did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> where did you come from? New <laughs> basketball recruit? Yes. I don't. I don't care if you have to pay off your student loans. We should have na- national, wi- nationwide student loan forgiveness, anyways. Tomorrow, okay. I'm not going to be mad at somebody else's success. Like, oh, do you think? 
like the guy who got electricity first, people are like, well, I had to use candles. Not everyone can have electricity so because do. of my personal experience no, with I do, candles. I do, I do think people were like that. There's literally an anti-electricity movement whenever yeah. electricity started taking over cities. Yeah. And like, so like, let's use me right now. Like, I'm the guy right now who's like, I don't get TikTok. And my dad was the guy who's like, I don't get AOL Instant Messenger. Sure. And his dad was the guy who's like, I don't get TV. Yeah. And his dad was the guy who's like, I don't get books exactly. and his dad was the guy who was like i don't get spoken word stories told around a campfire <laughs> <laughs> and his dad was and on and on yeah, and on i can't believe we ever came down from the trees and his dad was why'd we even walk out of water i do think all those things <laughs> yeah, exist. That's, we need to do a whole show on that <laughs> just yeah. the evolution of a- old man slows <laughs> this henry ford guy's an idiot we already all got horses from Who, who's gonna want a car? I already got a horse. Yeah, a car. A car? Are you kidding me? What? How am I gonna hitch that to a post? Yeah. Well, you're. Be happy for the children in Mexico. They get free college now. Yeah, I've always. It's I'm always big saying, deal. Go, Bobby McCarron. Whatever end of the political spectrum you're on, be happy for the kids who get to afford college now. Is no one gonna hit my Bobby McFerrin joke there? No one. I might have missed it. You said be happy. I was getting you said be Bobby McFerrin. It was a very oh thing. my bad. Uh, They're not all winners, buddy. From the live chat, I know we got to go to break. Uh, three hours, no suspense, no thrills, no action, plenty of fiction though. That's a uh, kindest review I've seen of how bad that the new Batman movie uh, was. Uh, also, name of spouse. Oh, excuse me, I missed this one. Name of spouse. Like seeing the evolution from Harry Potter to Twilight to Batman. Sweet. Cool. Also from the live chat, Thomas Edison's always been a bad boy. I yeah. like that one a lot. Died a virgin. We'll get into that later. Let's take four and a half minutes away. <laughs> Is that a fact? That's, yeah, it's a hard out. Google right there. that. <laughs> it's a soft out, actually. Hey, nope's that. Under the lights. True story. We're at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio where we're having the absolute most fun. We're only here today. Tomorrow we're back at the Y. Thursday we're at O'Neill's. Please go to O'Neill's with us on Thursday. Actually, it might not be a fact. I might be thinking about Newton. I think Newton did. Newton totally did. Newton died a virgin, not Edison. Edison slayed. Anyways, O'Neill's? Live from the pit on Friday. (laughs) Two two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay. Okay. I thought we were going to come back with la da 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 (laughs) Under the lights. Are those still two different songs? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the texter, 505-246-0610. Text the program if you're a guy who texts us. Or a gal. I don't know if we have a lot of lady listeners. I'm going to be real transparent here. Oh, we, we get them. Do we? Yeah, we of course. sure do. We do. They're listening. Call the program. I'm not a guy who's usually... All right, inside baseball for the friends of the show out there. I don't super love callers. <clears throat> Have I ever said this on air? I'll give you the whole bit. You say it often. I say it on air? Yeah. Callers to me, if I'm going on a rant about the Batman, do not call me and ask me about Lobo's football. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a thing. I will get to Lobo's football. <laughs> Eventually. But right now, call the program. We'd love to hear from the international ladies. That's what I'm saying. It's International Ladies Day. And I don't know what qualifies... You know, I forgot to Google that during the break. What makes you an international lady? Yeah, or what? Why Austin Power rules. Why specifically International Women's Day? Why can't it just be Women's Day again? 
because it was Women in Sports Day, celebrated that one. Uh, Mother's Day, Women's Day, International Women's Day. So is this just for like... All right, so normally I'm not on board with you whenever you're like dropping like van misogynist stuff. Hold on. Well, you know how you are. No, I don't. (laughs) How am I? I just, I think... And also, isn't March like Women's History Month? Or am I making that up? Uh, that's true, because we got a promo of it every hour. Okay. Here's what International Women's Day aims to do. And by, also, I know I'm showing my ignorance side here, but I promise you, friend of the show right now in their car is also like, yeah, I have adjacent understanding of what International Women's Day is, but you don't have it. I'm about to give it to you. Okay. What does... International Women's Day. Also, you can get little silicone bracelets, like Livestrong bracelets. Do you remember how popular Livestrong bracelets were? They were so popular that I actively refused to wear one. That's how popular they were. I was like a anti kind of guy around that time. Surprise, surprise. All right, I'm looking if you can still buy them. You have to be able to. They made so many. All right, here's the thing about Livestrong bracelets, which you cowards had never learned. Nike bought it, and now they're also Nike branded. Uh, now, were they always Nike branded? Probably. <clears throat> I think they, they were always Nike. All right. Because Lance Strong was Nike guy. Armstrong. What did I say? Lance Strong, which is more of like a <laughs> live strong. I didn't say Armstrong? No. No, cool. you said live strong. Okay, so I'm not trying to be that guy right now. Six bucks on Amazon for a Livestrong bracelet? And a dollar goes to cancer research. All right, hear me out. And out of that dollar, probably 15 cents goes to actual research. So go do a thing. Boys, I will just donate $5 to cancer research. I don't need this crappy bracelet. I'm not into like a rubber bracelet causes. Like I like the cause. I don't like the bracelet. What about manifestation bracelets that are handmade natural rutile bracelets with natural national natural strong yoga bracelets, gemstones, beaded stretch bracelets? What about those? You rattled off a lot of bracelets and I don't think I've heard of any of them. Cop- are those like copper. hippie like hippie energy bracelets? Yeah. Vital, like the copper ones. What is that? It's supposed to change your magnetism or something yeah. stupid. Oh, yeah. feng shui stuff? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> no. But <laughs> <laughs> is this like minimalist stuff? Is that what you guys are talking about? Like this brings calm? Okay, maybe that. Maybe the bringing calm thing. It's supposed to do a copper bracelet. It's supposed to like change your magnetic field or something. Yeah. Completely impossible that a bracelet can't do. Um, No, these kind of look like, okay. Do you ever see that that scene in the movie The Rock whenever, whenever they pull out the pearls of poison gas? So it's... All right, and by the way, if you haven't seen The Rock, Sean Connery's in The Rock, and Sean Connery is playing 007 as if he was no longer 007 but was elderly, but they never tell you it's 007. They just hint that he lived the life of 007, and now he has to work alongside, what's that cat's name from The Rock? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage to fight terrorists in Alcatraz because he spent time in Alcatraz- are, do you know what I'm talking about? Do I need to give you the entire premise of The Rock? I don't no, know. I, know. I don't know right. where you get this James Bond thing from. That's the thing. So they never He's give just you- a guy that escaped the prison. 
So they okay. enlist him in doing it. Interesting. Who would be able to escape a prison like Alcatraz? Name one fictional character that Sean Connery may or may not have played previously in multiple movies. Why does why is it stuck in your head that it has to be a, a person that Sean Connery's played? It's a completely different character. A completely new and different, unique person in a new movie. No. It is an absolute Paul Paul Newman wasn't playing retired cool hand Luke when he was in the sting playing cards. <laughs> I don't think you're completely correct. Because <laughs> you, you also think that was cool hand Luke? Retired cool hand Luke that turned into a grifter? Oh, hey, cool hand Luke. He can escape from jail. He escaped from a German prison or something. All right, Nicholas. All right. Sean Connery played John. I that last part right, Vital? Was it a German prison? It's uh, been a long sure, time. It sounds good. Okay, cool. Sean Connery played John Patrick Mason in The Rock. Okay. Okay. You ever heard of a more British name? John Patrick Mason? That's the most British name in the history of all names. That sounds like an American serial killer. Okay. My name is Mason. <laughs> John Mason. Mason Jar. You know what John Mason sounds like? Like if you were trying- A bricklayer. Okay. Because that's what a Mason is. Michael, you have been in the witness protection program for how long now? Uh, most of my life. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And whenever they changed your name, they keep it close. So you go from James to John. John Patrick Mason is James Bond. Sean Connery in The Rock is an elderly version of James Bond that's never referenced because canon. And he has to team up with Stanley Goodspeed, played by Nicolas Cage, to, the whole reason we're in this conversation, get the string of Pearl's poison balls out of the rockets that also, after they remove the microchips. Please, don't talk about poison balls like two sentences after you talk about Lance Armstrong. Please, have some respect for the man's name. That's the style bracelet I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Also from the live chat. Poison ball bracelets? From the, All right, people are in support of me on this rock thing in the live chat. They're saying it was a nod. To 007. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think so. This is why you two don't get movies. This is why I am the only trusted source for movies, reviews, opinions, poignant or adjacent. You're both Siskel and Ebert. If they formed like Voltron and sat on their porch in a wicker rocking chair. That's your reviews. Ed Harris was very good in that. And it's I to me it's kind of what started Michael Bay. Ugh. I wish it had been less successful. Why are you why? Why are you being like that? He's done so many horrible movies. All of the Transformer Transformer movies slap. And The Rock I'll tell you what did slap having to do with Transformers is that Transformers ride at Universal Studios. Michael. So anyways, I take my last comment back. Thank you, Michael Bay, because whatever horrible movies you have made have led to the Transformers ride at Universal Studios. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Michael, they give you an entire seat for this ride, the Transformers ride. You only need the edge. <laughs> the Transformers ride. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you just, oh, gosh, to you. We wrote it twice. Michael, because we were at this NFL private Super Bowl party thing or whatever. They rented out the park. So it's like us and 100 of our closest media and NFL friends. We ride the Transformers ride. There's no line, Michael. No line. There's no, like, we get back. It takes four hours yeah. on a normal Saturday. We're in the ride, and we're like, to the left, to the left. There's no one there. And we're like, me and Van, like, simultaneously to the little ride girl, the ride marshal. What word would you use to describe her job? The one that checks the seats? 
Uh, yeah, seat checker. Yeah, take a tear. We're like, we're like, we're like, why not? Why not both? And she's like, yeah, go again, boys. <laughs> like, back to back Transformers. Yeah, we didn't have to get out of the yeah. seat. We we had Transformers and then the sequel. One sit down. Today's the biggest day in the NFL football history, and we haven't said a single. We haven't touched it. it on it. We will touch on it for about two and a half hours. But let's get to the bottom of this copper bracelet thing. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> my copper bracelet. Go a little long. Bear with it. When, when I saw the commercials, obviously my brain went BS, BS, BS. <laughs> so I didn't look into it whatsoever. But there is apparently five health benefits of wearing copper bracelets. Is this a punch karma thing? Number one, it helps. Number one, <laughs> joint stiffness and joint pain. Oh, cool. Everyone has that. Mineral absorption. Okay. Snake oil. You're Sounds about, important. You're already talking about snake oil. Increasing cardiovascular health, healthier immune systems, and anti-aging. Now how does it do that for Oh, me? my God. Why don't we all wear one right now? It's got these five benefits. I didn't know that Michael Bay directed music videos. He did Wilson's Phillips, You Won't See Me Cry. He did Meatloaf's I Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. He did He did a whole bunch of, of music videos before he got into the game. Bad Boys slapped. So I take back everything I said about The Rock. Bad Boys is what kicked it off for Michael Bay. Okay, Bad Boys was pretty sweet. Bad Boys 2 was also sweet. Also Return of the Bad Boys, which I don't know if that's the name of the third one, but it was sweet too. The Rock... Armageddon, Pearl Harbor. Oh, my God. These are so good. The Bad Boys 2, for some reason, Aerosmith's Falling in Love video, which was that song or whatever from Armageddon. I think it's Don't Want to Miss a Thing. That might have been the one. Okay, cool. Trans- very wrong. All whatever. the Transformers. What's Pain and Gain? I've never seen that. Pain and Gain? Yeah. I bet it's with The Rock. And Mark Wahlberg. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> NFL talk, I promise. Aaron Rodgers coming up next. The so the energy's so high because I'm drinking New Mexico Pinion coffee by Tell. That's, that's what's up. That's what's got me. What's up? Two men on 95.9 FM, AM six ten. The sports Okay, boys. Inside baseball again. I live a pretty busy life. I host this show. I got a lot of community involvement. I obviously broadcast for New Mexico Highlands University. Obviously. I got a lot going on. I have not yet watched Monday Night Raw. It only was on last night. And it's As last night being Monday. Last night being Monday. Correct. It's not just a clever name for a program. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is returning to fight Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas. And I haven't seen it. And I don't know anything about it. And I'm upset. And I'm hurt. You need to take a minute? No. What I need to do is I need to drive to the scenic desert location that is Dallas, Texas, post up for three weeks outside in a tent. I need to park my car in a parking spot numbered 316 and just at the top of my lungs go, oh, hell yeah. That's what I need to do. Crush some bullets. What? I don't, I don't know what's. What? I don't know what's next. What thing that happens next? What crush some bullets? What <laughs> is that? The, the oh, what you're doing his thing? What okay? What I don't understand. What I don't know what's going on. Vital, help me. What? What? Thank you. Ah, okay. 
<sighs> I don't know wrestling, bro. I'm sorry. 505-246-0610. Come <laughs> yell what at me. <laughs> 19 years ago, Stone Cold retired from in-ring competition. What? The in- inter-ring? In-ring. What? Oh, okay. Retired out. He said he would never come back. Became a multi-everything cross-platform superstar. He was uh, in the old man action movie, right? What's it called? Expendables? He's in the Expendables, right? What? <laughs> Does that mean yes? I don't understand Steve Austin language. Oh, man. 37-year-old me. Am I 37 years old? 37-year-old me. Yeah. Cannot handle this emotion right it's now. It's a big deal for a wrestling fan. It's a, it's a big deal for prosperity. It's a big deal for growth. It's a big deal for hope. It's a big deal for change. It's a big deal that every single person in the world can go on to live their dreams, man. Okay. Thank you, Barack Obama. You don't think it's that significant? No. You don't think it's as significant? I think, hey, I think it's a big deal. What about Kevin Owens? Is he still doing stuff? He's the best, and that's who he's fighting. He's the best right now? You know what Kevin Owens started doing? Stone Cold's signature move, the Stone Cold Stunner. <gasps> he stole his move. He stole his move? And for the last two months, here's all he says when he picks up the microphone. Oh, I can't believe I'm in Cleveland, but at least I'm not in dog turd Dallas. For two straight months, uh, he's been running Dallas uh, through the mud. Okay. That's a good shtick. I like that. No, I mean, it's not a shtick. It's totally real. It's really him. What? That's really what happened. <laughs> he really believes this in his heart. <laughs> I had to stand up for a second. I couldn't feel my legs from my excitement. So. Because all the blood was rushing somewhere else. Somebody call my girlfriend, tell her date night is off. I'm rushing home after the show. I'm watching Monday Night Raw from last night, and I'll give you a full breakdown and recap of this. Here's what we're doing tomorrow at the Y. We're recapping winning time, Monday Night Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're going to go see the Batman. Tomorrow's only recaps of recent media. No. Oh, we're spoiling everything. We're doing three more hours on Aaron Rodgers. Wait, we haven't even talked about Aaron Rodgers yet. No, I have full intention, but J.J. Buck's going to join us in four minutes after this. I'm Two- so exciting. We're grabbing the break early, so we got time for J.J. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. Top of the key, probing inside. It's poked out of her hand. She's able to run it down. She turns and fires. Four, three, nothing but net. For De La Cerda, 57-54, New Mexico. J.J. Buck, voice of the Lady Lobos, is here after a super exciting yesterday where Stone Cold Steve Austin announced that he's returning to the squared circle to fight Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38. But also the Lady Lobos really pulled one out against that hated San Diego State. Now they go on to face Colorado State. J.J., how are you? What? <laughs> ha! Uh, yes! Here we go. Finally! What? What? <laughs> oh my gosh you called the absolute best game of your entire life yesterday you saw the most exciting thing you've ever seen in person and you're able to be a part of the success it is this lady lobo's team jj you didn't sleep a wink last night boy no i i didn't i've been up since the end of that game yesterday classic vegas JJ. living off the emotion of that game and maybe some other stuff yeah well i mean <laughs> what jj does in vegas boys <laughs> that's that's uh, jj in uh-huh. vegas boys JJ, uh, hey, all jokes aside, whatever, this is about to end up being the most special season in the history of all things because this New Mexico team is about to put it on Colorado State tonight. Well, hopefully they can drop a Stone Cold Stunner on them. Thank um, you. It's going to be an exciting game because both teams will open it up 
the offenses will get going. It was an absolute grind. It was not entertaining to watch either game yesterday with Wyoming and Colorado State. It was like 23-20 at halftime in that game. The Lobos, you know, physical contest against San Diego State. But today you survive in advance, and it opens up, and it should be a really fun game. Colorado State likes to play transition basketball, so do the Lobos. We'll see who can make three-point shots. I mean, that's what you kind of expect from the tournament, right? The refs kind of look the other way a little bit. They let the girls go out there and play, throw some elbows, and get dirty. Is this the same kind of game that you expect to see at Colorado State? No, I think it's going to be opposite. I think it's going to be up and down basketball. There's going to be a lot of three-point opportunities for both teams. Uh, so we'll see who can come out early and hit shots. Last night, you know, San Diego State, they were bigger and longer at every position, so they're physical. That's how they try to stay in games against a quicker team like New Mexico. You know, speaking of calls, the refs, they made the biggest call of the game when Jaden Dallas, not excuse me, tore a duff, the other guard, drew that charge on Sofia Ramos, who was going inside with about 10 seconds left. Ramos hit the shot, gave the Aztecs a two-point lead, but nope, it was a charge call, and it was just that type of game last night. I called you immediately after the game, and I'm like, JJ, like, how's your pulse? And you're like, I don't know. I didn't even think to check it. Like, it's <laughs> like this thing's so high. The playing in front of that crowd. Talk to me about that crowd last night, because I mean, the pit draws. Like, the girls have been in front of, the, of of some fans at the pit, but this is like a special energy, right? Yeah, I was. I think all of us were pleasantly surprised last night about how many Lobo fans came out early uh, to watch the women play. They had a good section of fans. There was energy in the building, and you usually don't get that a lot. You know, the first round of quarterfinal games of a women's basketball tournament, and he got that because the Lobo fans showed up. And I'm expecting even more tonight. The men actually just got in town, so there are a lot more people on the flights into Vegas today. So it should be a really good atmosphere tonight at the time of the next thing. What, so what's the team do today, then? Is it shoot-around? Do they practice? Do they just sleep in? Is it, do they, go, do they get, <laughs> go to the Bellagio? they get the complimentary buffet? Like, what's the deal with the team? Uh, shoot-around this morning. Uh, team meal this afternoon, and then they get a chance to kind of relax for a little bit, head to the arena. It's, you know, it's a late start, uh, 7.30 tip-off here, 8.30 mountain time. So just trying to take it easy, get get loose, get the shoot around in, and then just get your focus back for game time. What do you think the difference is in the mentality of playing such a late game? I mean, are these the senior leadership going to have to step up and say, stay focused no matter what? Is this going to affect the play on the court? I think it's easier playing this game time than in early game time. Um, the, the Pacific time zone starts, the noon starts, you know, when we've been in Nevada before or California, you know, it's 11 a.m. Mountain time. That's when the Lobos have some of their rougher performances. You go back to the Nevada game um, where they were down 17 nothing in the first quarter. So I think the later start um, is actually better because you're used to playing at night. So I don't think the game time is – and have that big of an effect as opposed to maybe talking about, you know, the men having to play at 11 a.m. Mountain Time tomorrow. What did we miss? What did we not experience because we were tuning on the broadcast? What was the thing that <laughs> jumped out to you that was that I might not have picked up on? I think it's just that this team can win multiple ways. That when the game yeah. gets tight, they can rise to the occasion. They can be physical. They can rebound the basketball. They can get in opponents defensively because I think there's just kind of a mindset when it comes to the Lobos because what do they do? They shoot a lot of threes, but they haven't been a great three-point shooting team over the last month, and they're still finding ways to win games, and that's how you advance in March by being able to win multiple ways.
What was the energy with the Lady Lobos going into halftime? I can't remember a quarter all year that they got held to yeah. single digits. Right, it was. It definitely sucked the energy out of the building that second quarter between those two teams. It was a 10-8 quarter. But given the fact that they still had the lead, they're up by one point. And I, I think that there was a confidence amongst the team. I don't okay. think they were upset. Okay. I don't think you know, heads are down or anything. But they just knew it was going to be that type of game throughout the entire second half. All right, so here's what I need to know. How many three-pointers were there? How many rebounds were there? How many steals were there? And obviously there was one win because that's, those are all the donations that go to Locker number Locker 505 with this partnership between the senior girls of the Lady Lobos Ooh. and Locker 505. So if you could just text that over to me, JJ, that's what I need. I need, I need the box score on that, please. <laughs> I know there are eight made threes, 43 rebounds for New Mexico. Okay, so you're saying Locker 505 is doing pretty good today. That's what I'm saying. Not too bad. Not too bad. It had to be a handful of steals, too. You know how quick these hands are on defense. You see those dope girls out there? I mean, they play. Hands. They play. They got them hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. JJ, please do amazing tonight. Please win tonight. And then after that, please let's win a Mountain West Championship. Well, I will do my best to drop the Stone Cold Center on whoever gets in my way this evening at the Thomas and Mac, and all I got to say is, what? I mean, <laughs> like, you talk all the time about – I was about to, I was trying to drop a Stone Cold 316 line here, but I don't know if I could come up with one in time. Well, JJ, feel free to chug a beer. Just don't throw it into the crowd. I think, I think they, <laughs> they frown upon that over there. <laughs> hey, before the game starts, JJ takes, like, two Steve Weisers and just throws them together. Uh-huh. J.J. Buck, the absolute best in the business at talk, at play. J.J. is what I want to be when I grow up, if we're being real honest. I appreciate your honesty. Talented dude. Five o'clock. What do you want? want? Football? Yes. NFL talk after this. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Jeff Simbietta joining us at 530. We're talking Mountain West Tournament. We're able to do that because of Jersey Mike's, Coleman Vision, Perfect Vision, Perfect Game, airport parking at exit 221. Hey, by the way, Jeff went to the airport this morning. If you want to find Jeff's car, probably go to airport parking at exit 221. Easier, quicker. Uh, you got a license plate for him so <laughs> people know where to leave nice, kind letters? I have a non-custom, custom license plate, so that's kind of a funny reference. Car Crafters, celebrating 40 years here in Albuquerque in the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce. Join, connect, and thrive. By the way, I enjoy them. You're going to their big event. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday. That's this. Is it this Saturday? Your boy's going to be in a tux. You taking a plus one? What's up? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I can't go. I'm, I'm just saying that I wasn't even invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very much out of town. I am. Highland softball this weekend, excited for it. Well, I'm pretty sure you were going to be my plus one, so now I think I have a plus one. So we were invited together. Yeah. What is the name of the event? It's a big event. As we always do. I used to uh, run this health club in town, and yeah, I'll just say it. I don't know why I'm not just saying it. So we used to run this. I used to run this health club called Sports and Wellness. And we would have all these events, right? La Noche Encantada. Ah, the La Noche Encantada. So, we would host all these events, Michael, and it would be like, um, whatever, uh, fundraiser thing, I don't whatever we were doing, right? And Van was always my plus one to all these events, and the leadership at the health club was like, hey, we need you to stop bringing your boyfriend to everything. <laughs> I go, oh, okay. 
See where you guys stand, sports and wellness? Yeah. That's uh, very old-timey of them. Yes. Also, that person is like, first off, me and Van live together. <laughs> we share a bank account. Yeah. Uh, we you... have, we, we're, we're co-business owners. He's the plus one of my membership. Mm-hmm. His daughter loves me. People are like, why did you say the last part? I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm just saying facts. Oh, this is more stuff that unites us. Yes. She's no longer with the company. Okay. Today is the biggest NFL day in the history of all pigskin football ever. All time. The biggest unexpected signing. I've I've never seen the build up to where a quarterback's gonna go in the history of football than there was Aaron Rodgers speculation leading all the way up until today. And then before that even sank in, boom. Russ to the Broncos. Who? Russell Wilson Jr. the third dot com. No, you, okay. Oh, okay. So you explained it backwards. Drew Locke to the Seahawks. The greatest trade in NFL history as Seattle's able to get rid of that dead weight, cancer, Russell Wilson, and a fourth round draft pick, which, by the way, I don't care about because draft picks don't matter. And I will have that conversation with anyone. If you put any single stock into drafting a player that's unproven versus getting a player that is proven, you don't understand the game. That's the thing. You're very right about that. And Drew Locke's about to lead the Seahawks to do a championship. Oh, God, the Seahawks are going to be so garbage next year. You've never been more wrong. Drew Locke and Noah Fant? They won seven games with Russell Wilson. Now they have Drew Locke. All right, you know what they have? They have DK Metcalf, who is going to be able to say to Drew Locke, throw me the damn ball. And Tyler Lockett. And Tyler Lockett. It's but ne- you could make a great argument that the Broncos receiving core is even better. I really like when punt returners become wide receivers, and good for Lockett. Lock to Lockett. All right, hold on. I'm about to come up the call right now. From the shotgun. Lock it down. Touchdown, Seattle. You're welcome. I was going to go with the lock uh, lock and lock connection, but both those work. Ah, I got it. Okay. Let me me set it up. You go color. I'll go play by play. 20 yards in the air. Lock Ness monster strikes again. That's not the best one. I like that one. It was ruined because of the hype, and then the execution was poor. That was my favorite one so far, actually. What about lock it in? Lock it in? Yeah. Ugh, low-hanging fruit. Grow up. Right. right, and also with DK Metcalf, you can do, because he has beautiful locks, mm. so you can do the lock and lock and lock. Lock, lock, lock. Locks on locks on locks. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. They all come together, start a company, lock socks. I'm what, buying lock What's socks. Seattle's area code? Uh, I don't know, 917 or something. Every every touchdown is a donation to friend of the show, Locker. 206. Whatever. Locker 206, <laughs> which sucks compared to Locker 505. I've been saying that for years. I know, I didn't think we were going to actually go out there with that right now, but I've been saying that for years. What about how much Seattle sucks? See, oh, my God, dude. Seattle is at the top of the list of places that suck. Number one, El Paso. Number two, Seattle. you never been to Muskogee, Oklahoma. I could be the mayor of Muskogee tomorrow if I wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, you could. Yeah, I'd win that in a run. a mass exodus of people leaving. You know what that means? What? Uh, I could start a dust Cheap bowl there. real estate? Yeah. <laughs> so Drew Locke goes to Seattle. 
Drew Locke, Noah Fant. Okay. Players. I mean, these are guys who play. Noah Fant is phenomenal. He's like one step below Drew Locke. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> He's really Noah Fant's really good. Hey, no offense, but Noah Fant is very good at Ooh, football. Nice. Two firsts, two seconds, a fifth. Oh, hey, hey, coach, make sure we get that fifth on the tray. Or who's the who's the GM out there in Seattle? Pete Carroll's like, uh, hey, John got, Schneider. All right, he's like Schneider, Schneider, get a fifth. It's like when you're going through the drive-through van. He's in the back. Hey, hey, make sure you get a man, get a fifth too. Man, man, a fifth. Don't 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 you get a. Meanwhile, Pete, Pete's chewing his gum 100 miles an hour. Oh, he's, you know what he's doing? He's putting this house on the market. Him and DK Metcalf together. He gone. <laughs> That's going to be a mass exodus. Uh, their uh, safety, Jamal Adams. Who? He left the Jets because he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. And the Seahawks gave up two first rounds for him. And now he's going to be part of another rebuild. This poor guy. <sighs> He never panned out in Seattle either. Eh, he's still pretty good. What are we doing, boy? We talk about we have a rule on the show. We don't talk about safeties or linebackers. It's a freaking rule. That's literally your rule. <laughs> your rule for you. All these Seattle fans, too, by the way, because Seattle fans are the worst fans in sports. They couldn't even keep what I would argue is one of the best basketball franchises in the history of all sport. Here's what I'm saying. They, for m- weeks, months, years, have been like, Psh, Russ is one of us. Like, Russ, he's a 206 guy. He's going to be here forever. He care about his hot girlfriend and the community. Well, you got part of that, right? They go back through their Twitter right now. Delete everything. Delete everything. Because they hate him. I bet Russell Wilson gets the Matthew Stafford treatment. I bet people just jump on that Broncos bandwagon. Mass exodus from Seattle's 12th man. Welcome to Bronco country, Seahawks fan. More likely than that is, and I'm going to take you back in time to 2014, whenever on first and goal from the two, you throw a pass. That's how dumb what you just said was. There's no way. There's going to be a mass exodus of Seattle Seahawks fans. Hand it to Marshawn Lynch. They are so excited to quit wearing those stupid jerseys. Worse and jerseys go. in all of sports. Actually, I like them. Never mind. You remember when Emmett Smith broke the all-time rushing record in a Seattle jersey and you had to watch that replay forever? And you're like... Cardinals? These are the Cardinals. These are the Cardinals. No. Yeah. Emmett was, Smith never played in Seattle. Then it was against Seattle. And it was okay. so gross. Yeah. Still gross. I take that back. I'm sorry. They're excellent jerseys. You should follow suit. What suits? Oh, and thank you to the um, from the texture here in the Facebook live stream from the YouTube because we're also on YouTube live right now. Yes. Um, from Falum Torton says capital V capital U lowercase R dot L I F E. We'll talk about this during the break. I think he's trying to hack us. We'll talk. Are about we being actively hacked right during now? the break? But that's a bad bit. But we'll talk about that during the break. Yeah, yeah. That's obvious. We're was, being hacked, right? Is that what's going on here? So, and and back in the world of football for the radio listener, <laughs> I'm scared of whatever this message is. I'm scared of the nine months from now, whenever all the hos- hospitals in Denver can't handle all the bursts. That's what I'm. Ex- that's what I'm nervous about. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, because that's what's going to happen. Because Russell Wilson just showed up. And also, there's Bronco fan here. There's Bronco fan in the car right now. That's like, let me get that number three. Is there already a number three? 
Oh, you know there is. It's going to be the best seller. Who historically has been number three? Drew Locke! Oh my gosh. This is so unfortunate. He was already wearing number three? Congratulations, Russell Wilson. You took a 7-10 and 10 Broncos team all the way to a 9-8 and eight Broncos team. You get to be third place in the AFC West next year. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. One game ahead of the last place Raiders. Chiefs uh, and Chargers are going to the playoffs in that division. Okay, Here's something you're not looking at because you don't look ahead the way I do because okay. I could be the GM of any professional sports team. Okay. You just trade Noah Fant. What's that mean? You sign Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski's going to Buffalo. No, think? not anymore. And also, you sign Von Miller back at like a super low contract, mm-hmm. but you make him play defensive end. Like, don't make him linebacker anymore. And now, you're selling jerseys. You're selling out the stadium. Ron Gronkowski's catching 20 touchdowns a season, I would assume. They're going all in. Yeah. You know how competitive? AFC West might be the best division, not in football, in the history of friggin' football, the Oakland Raiders are the worst team in that division, and they went to the playoffs last year. They've won games with idiots like Trevor Simeon and Paxson Lynch and Case Keenum and Joe Flacco and Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I could probably name other ones that were also idiots. They now have Russ Wilson, who I have talked to this about on air. You are a bigger deal to me if you have a pretty girlfriend. And he has the prettiest girlfriend. He has a very pretty girlfriend. You're you, very right about that. It's important to me that everyone in my life has a pretty girlfriend. Russell Wilson walks into the Denver Broncos president of football operations office and says, why the long face? That's so stupid. It was a Russell Wilson gets to meet John Elway joke. I got it. It's not, not for you. It's not for everyone. It's okay. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Keep running NFL up until Justin Bietta at 5.30. Yep. We're going Friday night, Vital, to the Electric Playhouse because the United are doing a big launch party. What? So we're do- Thank you. So we're doing the show. Nice. Well played, Mikey. From the pit on Friday. Then we're rushing over to Electric Playhouse. It'll be fun. Meet your boys there. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Howard. Howard, you might have some... Inside info on Van's dad, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, guys, I called in now because there is no way that I could call after the award-winning Jeff Simbietta after his call at 530 because everybody would have been like, what? That, oh, you know. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> Couldn't have done it, man. And, uh, Jeff's a tough act to follow, so, you know, it can happen. But anyway... Aaron Rodgers is a greedy SOB, man. Come on, man. He he doesn't want to win in Green Bay. He wants the money. It's like Vital and I were talking. You know, why didn't he take a deal, a, a friendly deal if he really wants a Super Bowl win, right? But no, just ultimately he is a greedy, selfish guy. Oh, my God. I have no idea how Tom Brady keeps doing it. How does he keep forming these great teams? Because he takes half of market value, surrounds himself with talent, has a coach that has a great game plan, and he keeps putting on another ring, hoisting another trophy, putting on another ring, hoisting another trophy. And great. 
Aaron Rodgers gets to run through the NFC North again. There are six automatic wins. He's going to get the number one seed again and lose to somebody. So, yes, thank you for rubbing it in. It hasn't even been a day, Howard. <laughs> Howard is are so right. Are you okay there, little buddy? I mean, do you need a hug? No, I kind of was hoping he'd get traded for Kyler Murray and like eight first-round draft picks. Allegedly, yeah, Howard, 153 mil on the guarantee. Guaranteed. But there's somehow, some way this is going to lower the cap. I don't understand how math works, apparently. But it's a 200 mil deal. Also, is he younger than I think? He is. He's your age. That's stupid to me. Uh, well, he's looking like a reject from the grunge era is what he's looking like right now and about a 50-year-old one at that. Sure, he looks like a roadie for Skinnerd. You guys yeah, don't know yeah, anything yeah. about Punch of Karma. I'm oh. telling you guys, it's uh, and, and then you know what? Uh, now after I vented on Van a little bit, I got to vent <laughs> on you, Fred. Yeah, well, I'm here. How in the heck can you be going goo goo or gaga or whatever over the Stone Cold match yes. when you're missing the most important WWE news of the day? Give it to me, Van Vader, 2022. Yeah, WD WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And it makes the class real sexy, too, because going in with The Undertaker, because these are guys that were so standalone, like revolutionary. But he was like 400 pounds. He just did flips. Just did flips. Are you kidding me? And the mask, or everything about everything about Big Van Vader hits for me. Yeah, him and Bam Bam Bigelow were two really agile big men. Uh, there was the, the one we're leaving out in this conversation, because obviously I always extend wrestling longer than I need to, Dusty Rhodes. Between those three oh, dudes. Oh, you know what? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, those three dudes did it in a different way for their body type. And a guy who's real similar right now, Keith Lee, will not be at WrestleMania, where Stone Cold Steve Austin will be returning to the squared <laughs> circle to face Kevin Owens in Dallas, Texas, okay. and bet your boy will be there. Yeah, and Kevin Owens, man, that guy, he he keeps getting work, and he so keeps good. getting play on the WWE when I think he's about a – a Twinkie away from 400 pounds, you know. I But I guess he's still one of those agile big men still. But uh, I don't like Kevin Owens. Oh, I, he's the absolute best in my opinion. He recently signed a new deal, Van. You don't know this. He's like near the high – he's like one of the highest paid ones. Like that's how good he is. They're putting the best guy yeah. currently in the business against the best guy of all time, and I can't wait to see it. You know, it's amazing some of the money they get paid. And, you know, I kind of Googled Hulk Hogan the other day after all the – up he's been through the guy's still worth 25 mil he the other day hulk hogan van goes out with his new girlfriend and gets photographed by like the pavarazzi all these people are like hulk hogan's cheating on his wife and hulk hogan's like i've been divorced for a while am i not popular enough for people to know uh, that anymore <laughs> i mean come on get it right brother come on That's what the one. heck you know good one. but anyway i just want to call and check in and uh you know, update you on the WWE news and rub in that Aaron Rodgers contract a little bit because, uh, and oh, and by the way, Van, you know what? I swear to God, it was a catch. It was a catch. I have not gotten over it. Oh, I agree. It was a catch. I watched, I watched the catch, the Des Bryant catch. I watched the catch from a expat uh, Minnesota Vikings bar in Vietnam at like four in the morning. So, Kevin Owens, I just had to Google him. Yeah. He looks like the sweetest guy. No. He doesn't look like mean or crazy or anything. He's, He's just got like things. sweet, soft eyes, a cute little joker smile. Friend of the He's show. He's like the biggest, baddest dude or what? 
he's the baddest dude. Oh. He, he's, he's the best wrestler, and he's the best on the microphone, and he looks just like me physically, so I can really relate to that. Ah. Bill, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. I just hear you guys making this comment, and it, it's, it's a shame that Vader's going in the Hall of Fame now because WWE didn't do him any justice. This is a guy who had his eye popped out and popped it back in Correct. in the middle of a match. Oh, God. Oh, and, I forgot all about that. That's so gross. Oh, yeah, oh. and, you know, he's way better. Him, Like you said, him and Bam Bam Bigelow, but he was in the league all of his own, and WWE always does this with people who are who are dead. They wait so they don't get their proper credit. They should have put him in years ago, and they didn't do him any justice while he was there. They just made him a glorified jobber. There And there's a weird sense, too, about – Guys who like uh, post what's that called, man? Post post mortem? What is that called? Post mortem. Yeah, whenever they post mortem, because Vince McMahon holds like blood feuds. Like sure. Macho Man Randy Savage is still not in because allegedly he slept with Stephanie McMahon. You well, know, so, Macho Man in his brother inducted him like three years ago. It took too long, Lanny Lanny Poffo, but he has a thing where I think more it's uh, people who he didn't create because Vader was already big in New Japan and WCW, right? If, if he doesn't create them, then they wait. The only exception to that that I can think of is Ric Flair. Dusty Rhodes, maybe. He was big in the NWA before. Two Dusty Rhodes well, references today. he had the today. polka dots, man. He was big with the polka oh, dots. Oh, he went over with that, too. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, this is a good one. Like, Vader and The Undertaker, very good. By the way, football reference, uh, I think Vader played at Colorado. Is that right? I think he was a big, he played line at Colorado. He, he did, yeah. and he played for the Rams, too. There you go. Learned a little bit. Bill Bill knows his WWE. Yeah, man. I like that. You going to Dallas, you Bill? You can jump in with Fred some other time. No. And, and and just so you know, I heard you say Stone Cold was, he's just doing a segment. He's not going to do a match. So. Oh, you just wait. Uh, no, no. You boys don't do that to me. He's going to wrestle. You boys just he's wait. He's not going to wrestle. He's just doing a segment with Kevin Owens. No. That's oh, what they say now. That's what you have. They're going to have, have Kevin Owens. Rumor. The bigger rumor now is, since Stone Cold already turned it down, they're going to set up his his uh, match, and they're going to really try to push to get Cody Rhodes now by WrestleMania. They, so Kevin Owens needs to fight Sami Zayn at WrestleMania because that's the best end of that story and Dark Side of the Ring documentary. Like, I need to see oh. that eventually. But the final tie of it is when the glass hits in Dallas and 110,000 fans are able to lose it, I need to be a part of that energy. Well, the, the Sami Zayn thing, they're going to start putting them back together is what everything is going towards and 110,000 people aren't going to be there they're roughly at 50,000 right now well, I can't give away the tickets I'm gonna buy four of them then because I gotta get up there good, good luck with that <laughs> Bill you're the best thank you Have macho, a good one. macho man Randy Savage really screwed up by uh not staying playing baseball because he would have been on the Cincinnati Reds big red machine in world war one world series after world series hitting right behind Pete Rose and right in front of Joe Morgan. So uh, also Macho Man Randy Samage, uh, whose real name is Randy Poffo, yeah. was in the Cardinals minor league system too. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. He so started there, with the Cardinals and got traded to the Reds. And there's a super famous, like him signing wearing a Cardinals jersey, and he's got like the Beatles-style mop top and huge stash. Um, it's one of the best photos in all of sports. That's... It's a combination of my favorite things. Wrestling and the Cardinals? Yeah, I would say yes. Oh, okay. Do you hate Aaron Rodgers? 
No, of course not. I like legit used to love Aaron Rodgers until the the weird anti-vax stuff. But also, I love America, and I believe in freedom, and I think you should uh, be able to make your own decisions. I'll tell you who wins here. You know what I hate more than his vaccination stance? Is him losing to the San Francisco 49ers every single time he plays them in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and I get deja vu, and I get sick, and it hurts, Fred. It hurts me deep. How sweet is it that Jordan Love just gets to redshirt until he's 28 and then become rookie of the year? That he gets to be the oldest rookie of the year in the history of football? (laughs) You know what I thought today was going to be because of the way Aaron Rodgers is? Because no one had said his name out loud in like a week, so obviously he had to make an announcement. Mm -hmm. Also, kudos to my... Yes. <laughs> Kudos to my hero, Russell Wilson, who swept in and stole the headlines today. Take that, Aaron Rodgers. so beautiful. Just grind that right into you. so beautiful. Because I thought the headline was going to be Aaron Rodgers signs four-year, $200 million, <laughs> and then right underneath of it on Yahoo Sports, where we get your thing. And by the way, not ESPN, because they're dying. Apple is taking all their stuff. We'll talk about that later. And then right underneath it was going to say, breaking news, Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett. Because he didn't get Aaron Rodgers. That's what I thought was going to happen today. Welcome back to the Green Bay Packers, Nathaniel Hackett. (laughs) You weren't able to hack it and get Aaron Rodgers to play for our team, sayonara. Make sure I got this right, boys, before we go to break. I just want to make sure I got this right. The best quarterback in the AFC West is Russell Wilson. Then it's the kid in Los Angeles, Herbert. Then it's Derek Carr, and then it's Patrick Mahomes. No. That's the correct order. No, Mario Mahomes is dead last. Uh, Let's go to commercial. Jeff Simbietta, (laughs) when we get back, talking Mountain West. And uh, for real, if he can step away from a slot machine long enough, guys, when I go to Vegas, I can't just work. You play the slots? Me? Yeah. I mean, they got the loosest. Oh, you're not a math guy. I forgot. They got the loosest slots in the country. I'm into loose slots. You're thinking of Cleveland. Oh, slot machines. Slot machines. Yes. Jeff, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff Simbiata after this. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Joining us on the program, living legend himself, the reason I wake up in the morning, Jeff Simbiata. Jeff, welcome to the show. It's merely me. Greetings, gentlemen. How are you? Well, we are doing okay here in Albuquerque, but we're mostly jealous of you in Las Vegas. Why are you jealous? Albuquerque is a beautiful place, a wonderful place, a place I call home. I, I, I love Albuquerque to match. I enjoy my vacations as much as anyone, though. I'll be them working sometimes. How's the yeah, tournament? I mean, there's a difference between working and vacation, but there's there's work trips, as you know. Mm, okay. Yeah. okay. So, yeah. so what slot machine yeah. are you in front of? I'm not a slot machine guy. Are you a slot machine guy? How do, do you, well, you enjoy <laughs> slot machines? God, I'm not a slot machine guy. I'm a poker table guy. How but when you, I'm in like, Vegas, honestly, is that your thing? Can you sit there for hours at a slot machine or I'm, minutes even? I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to judge you, but I just don't get it. I mean, a little Buffalo run never hurt no one. Right, boys? Right, boys? I mean, I, it doesn't hurt anybody. I match. I just, I, mean, I, I think it could hurt you. No, Fred's kind of, hurt. Fred's kind of pretentious with his slot machines. He'll only do the old school handle one. <laughs> that's true. With the three bars yeah. repeating. Circus, circus. I'm going to Yes, just, I mean, walking through it. And I can't tell you the last time I stuck a quarter, let alone a card, into a slot machine, but I'm going to guess the old one-armed bandits, like with the with the pull handles, are hard to find now, aren't they? So, all right, so I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means, boys, but I'm saying but. a lot of them <laughs> have dual function where you can do both. And not that I know that from experience, whatever. 
I, I just I, I didn't I didn't have you in the demo for slot machine junkie. But I mean, not that I'm judging <laughs> or anything. I just um, I do you man, do you think I, I probably won't spend a lot of time in slots. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not judging. All right. So table games, got it. So just <laughs> table games, got it. I'll figure it out. Uh, I'm but, trying to find the sports book too, and and the property at which I'm staying is a relatively uh, recently renovated property, and the sports book's not up. So unacceptable. You know, that, that'll probably save me some money too. If you need, I can call Calvin Ridley and see who he uses. Do you want me to reach out? To him? <laughs> I know who he uses. I read the same stories. Probably <laughs> that app's probably available on my device. Yeah, um, exactly. You, you nailed it. Consequences might be a little less for me. On, so. uh, just do it on your device. You got it. You're in a Vegas IP address. You just do anything from your phone. Yeah, yeah that should work. All fine. right. Yeah, device, phone, device. Um, Calvin Ridley placed a fifteen hundred dollar bet, and they call it gambling, and he lost eleven million dollars. Crazy. Yeah, how's that? How'd that work out for you? Um, I mean, you should, probably should have played slot machines. Now that you think about it, it'd have been a hell of a lot less less painful. What's the over under on Steve Alfer giving you a dirty look when you walk past him in the hall as the Lobos are about to take on Nevada? Oh, uh, he won't give me a dirty look. Yeah. Under whatever the under is, take the under. Take the under. Yeah, yeah. No, I won't get. It. I mean, I I don't think I've done anything to piss him off. Other people might have, but I think he and I are just fine. It, it, yeah, I'm looking, actually looking forward to seeing him and Noodles and, and Cullen and I kind of like, I mean, it's kind of interesting how this all plays out. I don't know. I, be, I believe in Poetic. sports magic. Yep. Yeah, I, I believe these things happen and saw this coming three, four weeks ago and it was aiming right here and the plane, I was I was on the Wolf 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 Airways today. I mean, it was just packed <laughs> with Wolf. Actually, look, the Lobos were on the plane, so I, I can confirm they're on the ground, by the way. So they are here in Vegas, the Lobo men's basketball team. Steve Alford's like the most hated person in the history of Lobos basketball, right? Her, yeah. And now he, I'm not sure his assistant coach is the second most hated person in it. If it's not these two guys, who is? Might be Cullen. I mean, it might it might be their, you know the the player. I, I, I we we have this conversation a lot. I think more people are dislike Craig than than Steve, and and probably more dislike Craig than Cullen. Cullen. And, and Van, you were here during this. I, I think Cullen was the most poorly treated local athlete I've ever seen in Albuquerque. I've been here 25 years. And I say here because, well, uh, there. Um, but we're on Albuquerque radio. I, 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 it bothered me so much. I understand what happened. I understand why it happened. But Cullen was a guy who grew up in Albuquerque. He went to Colorado High School, one of the best high school basketball players in the history of the state. Statistics bear that out. And and by the end, I mean, he, they basically chased him out of town. But yeah, probably the th- three of the I don't know. I I don't even know who else. Who else would you put on that list of of hated former Lobo whatever? Is I, there anybody? I think removing the Lobo tile and just saying I think John Jones has really climbed the list <laughs> on New Mexico athlete. I feel like everywhere I go, he's hated. The Lobos. Do you really? Work. Really? I, that's my energy. I, I I think people are disappointed, but I don't ever really get the feeling that people dislike or hate him. Well, I have a special reverence for people who really know how to party, and he is <laughs> he is top shelf. He is top shelf. I think Hobo yeah. Hank has caught some bad press recently too, so maybe we would put him in the list. So that would oh, be my how that'd be my short they? list. He's a- Absolute legend here. Eight nine matchups are traditionally the best matchups on opening weekends. Is there a buzz down there? I mean, the stadium is going to fill out, right? It's going to be it's going to be the most fun down there at the Thomas and Mac. 
Well, it, it's it's kind of you know the town's so cool right now because you've got the the West Coast Conference wraps up tonight, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, so they're in town. The WAC starts, the women start tonight. The the Mountain West is here, the Pac-12s here, the Big West is here. It's so cool just walking around and seeing a UC Santa Barbara shirt and a Gonzaga fan and a Wyoming nice. fan. In fact, literally just a, a half hour ago, I was across the street and having a late lunch, and there was there was this couple kind of looking at me, and they're like, "Hey, is that you?" And, and it was a Oscar and 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 um, Isabella from Los Alamos. He's a plumber up there, and um, he recognized me. So we talked. We had, I had a beer with them, and then nice. come across the street. There was another. I'm assuming New Mexico people because they honked and, and yelled my name and waved. And it was a five finger wave instead of one finger. <laughs> wave. Oh, so I think they were friendly. Um, so there's people. Yeah, there's a little bit of a buzz. I think tomorrow. 11 o'clock, 8, 9 game, play-in game. Like, when this place gets popping, like, Friday night, it's going to be so fun in there. I think San Diego State's bringing people. Wyoming's bringing people. Colorado State, Boise State are bringing people. I I don't know who's going to make it. You know, if seeds hold out, if it goes 1, 2, 3, 4, if it's Boise State and Wyoming or Boise State and UNLV, San Diego State and Colorado State, or someone crashing the party like New Mexico, Friday nights are one of the funnest nights of the Thomas and McAfee's. And and I've been here for some of these. Uh, Oscar, the gentleman who I was uh, from Los Alamos, showed me a picture. He said, this was 10 years ago. Remember when Kendall Williams hit the shot and and the reverse dunk, and he was Lobo Loco. He had that big, giant Lobo hat. Hat, and he was telling me they stole it, and the police came, and we got in a fight. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Albuquerque's in the house, or Los Angeles, New Mexico's in the house. But yeah, it, it, there'll be a good buzz. There'll be a good buzz. Speaking of good buzz, is there going to be a good turnout? <laughs> is everyone on Burke time? <laughs> like people, they're like on their way tomorrow morning. Are they going to make yeah. it to the Thomas and Mack Center by high noon? <laughs> Probably not. Um, probably at 11 o'clock <laughs> here. Yeah, and playing the first game of the tournament is so not good for for people on Burke time. Um, so, and, you know, they're always you. The phrase is three days in Vegas, and, of course, for the last however many years, it's mm-hmm. been four days in Vegas. They don't plan to be here on Wednesday, let alone the first game on Wednesday. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully for New Mexico fans, they 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 win tomorrow and and there is a Thursday game and and, and there'll be more people and you know tomorrow if a little women win tonight you can have you can have a nice little bonus doubleheader for the yeah. Wolf Wolf Clan it, it could be fun four game skid for Nevada obviously big win on Senior Night for the Lobos Jeff I know you're not one for big predictions but what's your gut telling you what's your gut telling you about the game that they can win I you know I kind of believe in magic um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I would go and bet this game. What four and a half points Nevada's favorite, but you know I believe in 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 sports magic, and this is lined up for Lobo fan to get. They, they didn't get Craig Neal and Steve Alford in the pit this year, and so they kind of get them in what they call pit west, and and um and they played really well. Nevada got beat by San Diego State the other night. It was a one point loss. In fact, they came back and had a had the ball in their hands with ten seconds ago. They had the last shot at it. I mean, Nevada's good. Sherfield and Cambridge are really, really good. Their bigs are good. I think it's, let me just tell you, if Jay Allen Tovar can't play, I don't think Lobos can win. I just don't. The Jordan Royal Magic the other night on senior night was wonderful. Great story. I, I loved it. Um, I saw Jay on the plane today. I couldn't tell. So here's the deal. I was looking to see if he was in a boot. I didn't see him in the parking lot, and I was in a window seat when he came by. I kind of looked over. I think he was wearing two regular Nikes, not the Nike boot, but he was limping a little bit. So whatever that means, he had a smile on his face. They can't win without him, right? 
he's played a, a beyond where I thought he would be this season. Sure. 100%. I, I thought watching him early in the year, I was like, hey, I need him closer to the basket, and I feel like he floats a little bit, and I didn't think it was the fit. And then as watching him develop throughout the year, I was like, oh, this is actually a guy who can play all parts of the floor. This is a guy who's yeah. got a lot of skill. So he's yeah. unique. And plus, and plus he came around. When I was, um, you know, when I, when I filled in for uh, your good friend Robert Portnoy, I, I, I did four games early in the year. I did a game at Colorado. I was here in Vegas for the Thanksgiving tournament and gave it home. And was watching him, and, and I had a conversation in the airport with, with Richard Pitino. And I came away thinking, okay, that's the guy who's not going to make it past the new year. Like, just, just watching him, he, he looked angry. He didn't want to, it looked like he didn't want to be there. And if you were going to tell me there was a guy who was going to leave, I would have, I would have lost my mortgage. That that was the guy. And watching him, and Richard's told us that he's had conversations with him. The father's been involved, and Jay has totally bought in. Right. And is, I, to me, to me, he's the most improved player on the team. Not not Javante. Um, I think I think Jay Allen Tobar, and and he's essential. And yeah, so he can go out and hit you a big three. Um, it was the home win, the Wyoming win. He hit the big three towards the end that iced it. And I, I think he, you need him. I mean, you just don't have enough size, and, and Nevada does, and so they've got to have him. Leading the team in rebounds and assists. I think yeah. the, you don't got to watch hours and hours of tape to know that you got to shut down the guard play of the yeah. UNM Lobos. But yeah. I think Nevada does successfully shut down the guards. But I'll tell you the key to victory, and that's Sebastian, the Swedish Mark. street ball forceling, <laughs> yes. who goes for forty points, yes. twenty rebounds, <laughs> please, because they're not because they're not paying attention to <laughs> mm-hmm. him. And he's like, I've been here the whole time. Yes, welcome to Vegas. Is that bet on the board? Because I swear I'll take the under on that. Hey, I, mean, I bet your mortgage on that too, Mikey. Cut that out. <laughs> Jeff, you got some of those. You got some ESPN connections. You call. You make sure Sports Center is watching the the sweetest street baller, and we're going to get him all over. He's going to be the most famous guy in the country after he goes for forty. I'm in. I think that'd be one of the coolest stories ever. I, I would. I, that would be wonderful. Um, are you betting that one? No, Did you find a bet no, on that? No, I mean, uh, if, if yeah. there if there is one, I'm betting the over. Yeah, I promise I mean... you that. Hey, will you look around while you're there for me? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Over <laughs> under at Sebastian Forsling. If you think he's going for forty, you can probably get him at two and a half, maybe three and a half. And that's an easy, easy money for you. Yeah, will you will you buy him up from three and a half points all the way up to forty for me? Because the odds no, are going to be no, phenomenal. Well, I will. Do, I will. Do, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go look around and, and make sure you know I can see now because of, of, of my LASIK from Coleman Vision and and after I park my car at airport parking, my car my car that looks great from Car Crafters, and I grabbed a Jersey Mike sub because I, and when I come back, I'm going to the. La Noche Encantada for the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce. I will find you that bet. Huh? All right. There. Yeah, I can, you could, you could, either you're going to pay me off or you're going to collect because I'm going to be there too. <laughs> I'll see you there. Jeff Simeon. La Noche Encantada, the biggest black tie event in our state. Yeah, baby. Everybody's there. Everybody's there this coming Saturday. Well, I mean, I guess I'll just miss out, boys. That's cool. Send me some pictures or whatever. Cool. No, almost, almost everybody's there. Thank almost you. everybody's there. The, the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff and JJ. Anything we missed, my friend? Well, it comes early at six a.m. on Vegas time. You know, that's uh, gets later and it gets earlier and earlier as the week goes on. You, what I've learned. Well, I mean, will you have even gone to bed? That's really the question. So, I come into this with a plan, and always on. You know, I say, all right, on Tuesday night, just go slow. And I end up last time we did this, I end up with some buddies, and we there was a brand new karaoke live band bar opened up. 
which is think of that concept. It was That's awesome. Fun. Yeah. Live band karaoke. It was with some locals. We went through the back door, had a great table, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna have a drink. And at about three thirty, I'm like, okay, boys, I gotta go. Like I got <laughs> I gotta go. And so I came back and took a nap, and that was gonna be my slow night. And so I have a whole lot of plans, and I, I like I could tell you what I think it's gonna be like, and I will tell you what, what did Mike Tyson say? Everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. Yep. There's, there's metaphoric pops to the faces, as you well know. And uh, every once in a while, you know, you just got to react and change plans. What's your go-to live band karaoke song? And, and why is sing, it scary? Dude. I, I'm not a karaoke. I can't sing. Like, I know my limits. Do you have one? Do you sing karaoke? Oh, yeah, very poorly. I have a good time. I'm not a good singer, but I'm a good entertainer. There you go. Yeah, so that. what's your song? Well, it's Wonderwall, obviously. How couldn't it be? It's the greatest oh, song of all fair. time off the greatest album of all time. Well, that's not true either, but I, but I imagine <laughs> that you could really enjoy that, and I, and I could see you sing it. What's your favorite song of all time off the greatest album of all time? Well, well, I, I do the first verse of Hit 'Em Up by Tupac. I mean, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Let the crowd take over from yeah. there. <laughs> I just do the first verse and say, screw, give me another drink. Uh, Hurricane by Bob Dylan is what Van does. So The thank long you, version. <laughs> thank you so very much to Jeff Symbietta. Jeff, you're the best in the business. We'll connect tomorrow. All right, gentle people. Well, Cheers, Jeff. He's very smart. He's very funny. He's very good at this. You don't say. And we don't realize we're JV until we're on a microphone next to him. I'll meet people around town and be like, yeah, you know, I think we're doing well. I think we're on our way up. And then I'll stand in the shadow of Jeff Symbietta and I'll be like, actually. Well, what happened yeah, was. Yeah, he is being shaded. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap up the hour with NFL Talk. Let's do it. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. All of the lights. Nope, that's not this. What is this? Whatever it is, I like it. Mikey, you drop this one on us every once in a while, and Gucci I love it Mane. every time. Gucci Mane featuring Yellow Boy, Young Boy. All right, cut off that audio. I just need Vital saying Gucci Mane. <laughs> what is Gucci Mane? Is that hotness or is that dumbness? Gucci Mane used to be a big deal there for a minute. Until what? He wasn't. Ever try to pop your back in an office chair? I never try to pop anything. It just pops naturally, like an old age thing? No, 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 I just stretch. You don't I have kinda, pops? My bones are kind of in the place that they're supposed to be, so I don't need to move them around. I kind of just stretch my muscles around them. I don't think popping is moving bones, though, is it? That's literally how it pops. You move the bone. No. And, and you let air out. There's no air in your bones, dude. Oh, my God. Is that what you're saying? In your joint where the bones meet. Yeah. If you popped your bone and air came out, that would be a correct assessment. No, that does not happen. There is marrow inside of a bone. So if you actually popped a bone, that would be quite detrimental to your homeostasis. But when you pop knuckles, you're moving the bones in your joint and this releases air. That's that noise. What do you think happens? Like it just stretches out and makes like a snap, crackle, pop? Homeostasis is when two elements don't react negatively against each other. <sighs> Keep going. I didn't know what that was. You just said the word. I'd never heard it. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So you're saying nothing ever pops on you? 
no, you don't pop anything. I mean, what did you think happened? Air like, gets released. This thing here, everyone be quiet for a okay. second. I don't know if that translated. Oh, my God. I could hear it in my ear. But I hope the loyal listener could hear that. That's just my thumb from like what I believe is many years of playing Nintendo. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hold on. That one didn't translate. That's you can't you can't hear that cartilage. one popping. Yeah, that's my knee popping. That's not popping. That's that's literal structural damage. I, I can yeah, hear yeah, yeah. That. It's bad. It's bad inside there. It's real bad. So there's no. You don't have any tips though to popping on. Because <laughs> I'm in an office chair. Kanye West going to buy the Broncos? Is that what you told me? Uh, well, no, Kanye West didn't say that, but in the list of things that sound like something Kanye would say, that is a thing that sounds like something Kanye would say. Antonio Brown said that. The football player said he's going to go and play for the Broncos? No. Antonio Brown said him and Kanye West are in serious talks to buy the Denver Broncos. Right. Just okay. I, a- I pulled, is broke. I pulled this up. Because friend of the show Dylan sent me this story, and thank you because, blech. <laughs> the Denver Broncos What alerts worth... does he have set on his phone to get Kanye updates? I know, right? <laughs> like, What's your, what are your settings? Figure it out. The Broncos are worth around $3.75 billion, and they will definitely sell for more than $4 billion. Kanye West is worth 1.8 as well. Kanye I'm West is a billionaire. He's worth 1.8. But he's only a new billionaire. That sounds racist the way you said it. You can't like usually billionaires like own hundreds of billions of dollars, right? And it's old money that's been mm-hmm. passed through generations that they keep growing. This is new billions. Kanye West cannot afford the Denver Broncos. Well then hear me out. He's worth 1.8. Kim K is worth 1.8. I think they're still married. That's incorrect. Throw Jay-Z in. He's worth like 1.3. Throw Rihanna in. She's like 1.8. You got enough. Yeah, if that's the thing. But Antonio Brown is worth like $12. Antonio Brown and Kanye West can't buy the Denver Broncos. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, I know this one immediately. More bass by talking in terms of bass. Bass in your face. Why did you? Why? You don't have to make everything <laughs> rhyme, dude. How long is this? We'll go an hour. Can we play this for an hour straight? You would let it. How do you feel about the instrumentals? I'm, you know what? In the right mood, I'm an instrumental guy. I'll tell you what, when I'm working, when I'm doing like focus, writing, thinking, email, phone call. Are you telling me a story about once a year? Because it was today. (laughs) I love instrumentals. I can't have like lyrics or singing when I'm trying to like work and focus. Uh But some instrumental music in the background, give me all you got. That's the bogus part about Spotify is Spotify doesn't like all the artists that like, like rip this stuff and it's like the official music or whatever, but it's not, you have to do like interpretations on Spotify and it's not the same. It's like an acoustic cover. I did the math over the commercial break. All right. I'm ready. Kanye 
Jay Z, mm-hmm. Puffy, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Master P, and Pharrell. If you put all their net worths together, you could even throw Drake in there if you want. Why? Put them all together, you could barely afford the Broncos. If you don't throw Drake in there, you just named everyone from Atlanta. Uh, Drake's a walking lawsuit. He's going to lose out on his stake in the franchise anyways. Also, if you ask me... And in between, after Drake, the cutoff is Ice Cube. He'd have nothing to do with Denver. Do you remember when Kanye put out that lyric? And I just think about that because of the vacation movie when he went into the woods and he really hated it. You remember that one, Mikey? I have no idea what you're talking about here. Like National Lampoon? Like Ice Cube made a, a family comedy about going on vacation in the woods. It was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. I have no idea. He's never going near a tree again for the rest of his life if it's not a palm tree. I guarantee you. I, is this really a comedy movie or is it like a thriller or something? No, no, no. It was supposed to be a, a funny family comedy. With Ice-T? Cube. Also, do you remember that lyric from Kanye when he was like, I bet I got more money than Jay-Z. Compared to me, Jay-Z is lazy. Plus, Beyonce thinks I'm Vital, cute. Vital, did you write that one? It's okay because... <laughs> it's okay, Beyonce, because I think you're Hazy. cute, too. I made out with so many girls. Are we there yet? I think it was. They go on a road trip. I made out with every girl in the world. Well, are we done yet? They made two of them. Yeah, I don't know the difference. It was very bad. Are we done yet? Ice Cube's never going into the woods again after that flop. That was a bad movie. Boys, I've never even heard of this. A 2007 American family comedy film directed by Steve Carr. Who's Steve Carr? Do you know like Cooper Manning? He's like the third Carr brother. He's like David and Derek and then Steve. All right, so Steve Carr directed Next Friday, which I'm familiar with, but not as good as Friday. Daddy Daycare, which I've never heard of. Dr. Doolittle 2, which I'm going to imagine is a sequel, but I don't know what to. Paul Blart Mall Cop which I think I'm familiar with because that he just professionally makes horrible movies and they just keep letting him do it over and over again. He also made Freaky Friday, but the Disney musical interpretation of it. Oh. Hey Siri, are Steve Carr and Harvey Weinstein best friends? That would make sense. Okay, so here's the thing about Are We Done Yet? I guess it's also a successor. I, I, this, I'm not interested. Are We There Yet's the first one. Oh, Are okay. Are We Done Yet's the second one. One of them, he goes into the woods and has an awful time and says he's never going back. That's why he won't put his $180 million net worth in my hypothetical rappers by the Denver Broncos situation, which Antonio Brown and Kanye West cannot do on their own. Are We Done Yet made 58.4 mil worldwide. How much did it cost, though? 30, 40 bucks? 28. So, I mean, that's 30 mil. Still a lot. Still a lot. Made a profit. So that would go to the executive producer, who was also Steve Carr. All makes sense now. Okay. All makes sense now. He makes profitable, horrible movies. 
Congratulations. I learned a new thing today. We came back to Nelly, which was nice. Former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Kim Wang Hun joins the Landers in the Korean Baseball League, boys. So I'm no longer a KT Wiz fan. I'm now best friends with the Landers. Okay, which one's the Landers? Not sure. Let's find out right now. <laughs> SSG Landers. SSG? Yeah. Now you're like, Fred, this is not a big deal. What well, actually is, it's a homecoming because that is where Quang Hoon Kim played previously. Ooh, they got an alien theme. Yeah, I'm into it. That's cool. Why didn't you choose them the first time? I like the word whiz. Ah, uh, yeah. So the club issued a statement Tuesday saying the deal is worth $15.1 billion. Did you read that right? Juan. Yeah. That's not my name. So that's like twelve. That's like twelve three million for real. That's very good. Yeah, over four years, largest contract in league's history. Welcome back, Kim. Previously pitched for the SK Wyverns. Ooh, see, I, that was going to be my number. That's my number two choice. So okay, so you're the heroes. I'm a hero. I'm a big heroes guy. But here's the thing that you and I didn't mention clearly to the non-Korean baseball fan listening audience here, friends uh-huh. of the show. Uh huh. The Wyverns actually used to be the Landers. The Landers absorbed the Wyverns, became the Landers. So he was already here from 2007 to 2019 before he joined the Cardinals for two years. And between me and you, didn't really work out. But I'm a St. Louis Cardinals guy, so now I'm a SSG Landers guy. So I have to return some slip, some some slide-ons. Well, if New Male Medical dis- Decides to sponsor our show as well as the morning show. Yeah. Then I'm definitely going with the uh, low T. That's a Korean team. Yes. Okay. I just thought you were talking about your old age again. No, no, no. Low T Giants, which is a, uh, what do you call it? My br- my brain went foggy. It's a baseball team. Antonym. No, not an ant. It's a contradiction no it's not the word i'm looking for it's I, a i'm not seeing your punchline here. this is basically dead air what i'm doing right now i need your help on the punchline so i can help you get there okay low t and giant mm-hmm. are antonyms when you put them together it is a my auntie m like my aunt emily is that what you're talking about hey by the way i just might switch to the low t giants i didn't see this last time we we're picking our kbo teams the manager of the Low T Giants mm-hmm. is Herman Ho. Yeah, of course it is. And I think that's pretty sweet. You're talking about H <laughs> you're talking about H squared, Herman Ho? Yeah. Eight no H M H. Three words. Herman oh. Herman Ho. Now, hey, do you boys play the stock market? No. Not really. Okay. So I play the stock market a little you bit. Play it? Play a little bit. I like I like two things. I like slot machines and the stock market. No, and same penny stocks. Same thing. Penny stocks. Yeah. You know how much money I made off Dogecoin? Stupid. So baseball right now, I would say is at a low, right? Would you guys you guys would say that Major League Baseball's value right now, stock wise, is probably at a low. Uh I think low the low point for Major League Baseball would be right before Maguire Sosa. The first strike. Okay. This isn't quite as bad as the the last strike. So you you would you say safely this is a valley though? Correct. Okay. So a dip, if you will. A dip. Yeah. This is not a bullish stock right now. No. This is a bear. Yeah. You you need to buy the dip. 
Do you think it's going to rebound? Well, that's that's what Apple did. So Apple bought Major League Baseball Friday Night Baseball. Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cell phone that I'm holding in my hand, the computer that I'm live streaming off of, the iPad that I'm reading the texter from, 505-246-0610. Look, you don't have to flex on our listeners that you can afford Apple products, okay? You're doing fine in life. We get it, Fred. I just like <laughs> I just like convenience, and I like something that looks good. I mean, it's, they're fashionable. Okay. I did switch to the Apple cult with you. Oh, sorry. My Apple watch was ringing for a second. What was that, man? Okay, you, you keep going. What's, hold on. Let me put my AirPods in. Let me see if I can hear you better. I didn't realize I was that until just now. It's how, just now hitting how me. How could you not realize that? You have Apple shirts. No, I just just like regular cotton shirts with the Apple logo on it. That part's not true. <laughs> you know, you just take somebody hands you an apple, you just take one bite out of it and hold it up sideways to people. Place it in front of a light for only the silhouette to yes, sign on me. Yeah. You do that often. It's weird. Stop. Are you going to subscribe to another streaming service to watch Friday night baseball? No, I'm just going to just steal it on the internet like I do everything else. I'll just give you my login because I have Apple TV Plus. Don't worry about it. Well, it comes with the new phone because I just switched to the Apple Colt, so I got it too now. You say you switched the Apple Colt? We started a business plan. It's not like you made a decision. I was like, hey, we got to figure out a business plan for our phones, and I'm not willing to not go Apple. <laughs> like You were literally forced. It felt consensual. You, Yeah, that's how I do that. Yeah. You are a gentle lover. It's weird to me that you so adamantly were team Android for no reason. You were like, you were like, I got a rich loyalty to the Samsung whatever, and I'm like, why? It doesn't love you. Well, there's very few things I have loyalty to, but I did prefer prefer the uh, you know operating software. But now, like everyone in my universe that I know, except for like two people, is iPhone. And so it's just so much easier, so much so so much more streamlined. Do you low key hate the pictures and the text and the communication and the messaging? It's so much better when everyone's linked together on this in this one cult. Does it build like an animosity towards those that refuse to make the jump to Apple? Because to me, it does. Like if I text you and it comes up green bubble, I'm out. Like I. I have zero interest in continuing our friendship. No, no, that really doesn't bother me that much. But if, if you drink Pepsi, though, you pile of garbage. Okay. Grow up. We're on the same page with you, that. You buy Pepsi on purpose? You should never... If I ever see you, like if we're out, if we're at O'Neill's on Thursday and you're a friend of the show, and you sit down across from me with a Sierra Mist, my knuckles just ball up. Yeah. Like I become a fist. And I'm like... I. I want to hit your face. The only redeeming quality of Pepsi Corporation is Mountain Dew. And I don't think that they're going to be there much longer. They're going to demand a trade just like Russell Wilson did. Mm -hmm. And Coke is going to give them Aquafina, two colors of Powerade, mm -hmm. and then a soda to be named later. And then Mountain Dew is going to go on the friggin' Yankees of soda products. Heads up, Aquafina. And everyone's going to be happy. Aquafina is Pepsi. Dasani is Coke. Whatever. And that's like the one difference because Aquafina is better than Dasani. But I, right now I don't have time for that. I wouldn't know, Fred, because there's two things in this world that I don't pay for. One of them's bottled water. Two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. B Sports Channel. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. 
joining us, friend of the show, Jim, who is a classic Coca-Cola guy, not New Coke. So, Jim, welcome to the show. Is that me? Yes. It's Chip. Oh, Being Chip. Happy. Oh, that's, sorry. That's right. No, let me Jim start over. No, Jim, let me start over. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Chip, welcome <laughs> to the program. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So anyway, I heard you guys talking about, you know, bringing Mountain Dew over to the Coke family, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. But I have a little quick story about going to Russia in 1986 when I was doing my sophomore and junior year in high school on a, you know, educational tour and all that. And sure. so it was kind of nice. And we went from Albuquerque to Leningrad, which is now St. Petersburg. Right. And it was a 26-hour flight. And, you know, I'm 16, so we have a maybe a couple beers in Frankfurt, Germany, on the holdover. Super smart. So I'm tired when we get to Leningrad, right? And then they take us on a tour of Leningrad. And I'm like, we just need to get to the hotel and I can go to bed, you know? And we get to the hotel. The, 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 the hotels weren't ready. It's 10 o'clock at night. The sun is shining because it's in the end of June. We're starving. And we finally get some food. And they're like, what do you want to drink? And I said, you know, you have, we have Pepsi or Heineken. I said, I want a Coke. And they said, we don't have Coke in Russia. That's too American. Mm-mm. That's too American. We have Pepsi. Coke was too American for Russia. They wouldn't serve it I, to us. I, it was, I hate Russia. It was Pepsi or Heineken. And I was like, okay, now I'm 100% Coke man, which I already was, but now I'm 110% Coke man. Well, Pepsi's red, white, and blue. They're both like I, very, very American. However, in in uh, I, behind the Iron Curtain in Russia or in the Soviet Union, they wouldn't serve Coke because it was too American. Think about the World War II, though. That's what they had. Well, and if you boys remember correctly, there's that famed scene when Homer Simpson is at the Twin Towers and he's trying to buy a crocolosh or whatever, and he's like, do you want Mountain Dew or crab juice? And he chooses crab juice, boys. It's all a conspiracy here. Oh, I'm my. seeing this whole thing work out. I That's mean, true. Anyway, great show. Let's get Mountain Dew on Coke's side, though. Appreciate it. Hey, before you go, that's probably my second favorite story about uh, beverages in Russia. If you yeah. haven't heard Bert Kreishner's The Machine story, you should check that out. Look it up on YouTube. Bert Kreischer, All right. Bert Kreischer, The Machine. It's got shades of your story, just way more gangster. All right, that definitely. It was it was a crazy time there in '86, but it was the people were cool. The governments weren't same 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 as today. Hey, breaking news, boys! Two three weeks ago, a a Boston beer That's company. My favorite sentence ever. Breaking news three weeks ago, a Boston beer company announced the launch of Hard Mountain Dew, a new alcoholic beverage fe- featuring bold flavors, including the original Mountain Dew. And you can also get in Baja Blast. Yeah. Boys, we got to try that. Oh, oh let's rage. I'm in. All right, here's, I'm in. All right, so we all, so me, you, and Chip, we go to Taco Bell right it's after Taco this. Bell guy. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> we get some Baja Blast. We just meet in the parking lot outside the press club, get super loose, and then see where the night takes us. In. This is the party. I'm down. Chip, see, like- there we go. Chip, we will see sounds you at like- O'Neill's on Thursday. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Have a good one, fellas. Good dude. Cheers. Thanks, Chip. You mix Mountain Dew in all your drinks. I'm not trying to put your business out there, but that's your go-to move. So I'm not a big soda guy anymore. I basically have three beverages in my life now. I see you. Black coffee in the morning, water all day, beer all night. You double fist uh, Canadian dry or whatever. But what I do, 
when I'm got that soda craving is I go Mountain Dew. I don't know if it's my hillbilly heritage or if I just like things that go really good with whiskey. But when I get that craving, it's not for a Coke. It's not for a Fanta. It's Mountain Dew every time. I think the last time I really drank Mountain Dew, I think I was in high school. And I think some buddies had asked me to like play Dungeons and Dragons or something. And I showed up and was they handed me a Mountain Dew. And I looked around the room and I was like, I cannot be here. I guarantee you if it's Dungeons and Dragons, they're drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. Is that what it was? They had to have been. That's a Code Red crowd if I've ever heard one. All right, the 10 best Mountain Dew cocktails, according to this pretty blonde girl. There's one, Mountain Dew and whiskey. It's simple. Don't, don't try to church it up. The name's dirt. <laughs> Apparently Mountain Dew, Mar- Mountain Dew Margs is a pretty popular thing. Um, we were talking about that a couple years ago, right before the pandemic. Remember Red Lobster? Oh, right? we tried to get them. Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that. We, we wouldn't, they wouldn't let us in because we couldn't have margaritas on the patio. And it's like, I'm not coming in here to have a Mountain Dew margarita and get COVID. Right. Bring a table out here. We will get hammered on your front porch, and we will tip you appropriately. Vital, we were in Tucson, Arizona, shooting a documentary on our friend Dasha Mays, who's a competitive fitness model. And we were like, we want to get loose on Mountain Dew Margs. That's a weird thing. <laughs> Mountain Dew Cider is a big thing, apparently. Mm. So you're just saying rum and dew. You're saying that's the Whiskey, drink. bro. Whiskey and dew? Yeah. I would drink rum and dew. That's why Mountain Dew was invented. Oh, uh, you know what we're forgetting about? What? Jungle juice. As one of the key contributors of a big old batch of jungle juice? Yeah. Yeah. You, put, you put Mountain Dew with your vodka and your Kool-Aid, everything you put into jungle juice, including fruits, like yeah. delicious, like... Hawaiian punch, yeah. real punch, lemonade, Hawaiian... No, wait, I said Hawaiian. Mountain Dew, Sprite, Everclear, vodka, rum, coconut rum, pineapple rum, oh. Jolly Ranchers, Sour Patch Kids, and <laughs> just like... You know you're whatever leaving. the chemical formula for diabetes is, just pour that in there too. You know what you left out though that we used to always throw in. Also, anyone under the drinking age right here, do not take this list down exactly. Or subscribe to the podcast <laughs> at Talk ABQ. The Dole um, can cocktail fruit cocktail thing, and you just open it up and sear up and all the little cocktail. Oh yeah, you, know, you ever do yeah. that? You don't put I've, it in a blender. You just put the nope, in nope. It? You put it straight in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you get little chunky boys that come out the tropical fruit mix or whatever fruit salad mix. See, I never did that. And then I would make people put like a a little filter over the over the spout mm-hmm. because like the Sour Patch Kids and the Jolly Ranchers used to plug up the hole. Uh-huh. You have to dig your arm into a giant fresh batch of jungle juice to get the Jolly Ranchers out of the spout. So you got to put a little filter on it. Okay, so we had in college. Considering how much jungle juice I drank in my early 20s, my memory is phenomenal. I'm going to be honest. The, I shouldn't be able to remember how to do that. When I was at Washington State, we had a like a, like a rain-catching barrel of sorts. Sure. And it had at the bottom like a spout that you turn mm-hmm. like to drain the rain barrel. Correct. But it was the jungle juice right. barrel. Yeah. And also, when we did, it was communal. So everyone brought an ingredient. Now, you know your boy. I'm I'm relatively frugal. So I would spin thrift. I would agree. Yes, I would say that's a correct analysis. And Amazon wasn't prominent when I was in college, but eBay was. And I had bought a thing of the wooden 
uh, tropical umbrellas. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? The toothpick oh, umbrellas? Yes, yes, yes. And that's what I would bring. Because mm-hmm. it didn't really cost anything. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you made this the you best. Fancy expletive. Yeah, and I'm like, cool, let me, let me drink this vodka that you stole from the grocery store that you work at in this jungle juice. You're the best. How often are we going to say expletive on this program until expletive becomes the expletive? Years. Sweet. I'm in. I'm going to ride this train. That's the thing about Radio Vital. You know, you've been in the industry a long time. We're going to do this job until we get fired. Like, we'll never quit. We'll <laughs> never move on. Like, you work in radio until you get expletive fired. Major League Baseball talk whenever we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. You know what? Michael? Yes. Did you know that Mountain Dew used to have the most caffeine and a real help from some, some about hyperactive kids from the texter? Did you know Jolt used to have more than that? Sure did. What is Jolt? Jolt Cola? Surge? Yep. Surge? That's the one I drink. We're going to talk baseball, but just heads up. Pat McAfee says the four-year, $200 million deal for Aaron Rodgers not legit. Wonder who his source is. Hmm. Perhaps the man himself. Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee seem like they're pretty good friends. He's on the show every week, right? What's Pat McAfee make a year from FanDuel? 30 mil? Is that what I understand it to be? I don't know. A lot. It's 30 mil. But it's similar to the... So his deal, because he does the YouTube Sirius Satellite Radio thing, his deal is similar to Howard Stern's deals forever, where, like, David Letterman does this too where you pay me and then I pay you to be – it's brokered. So yeah. David Letterman brokered his time on CBS all those years. Mm-hmm. That was, Do you remember Worldwide Pants? Worldwide Pants. Yeah. yeah. That's what Howard Stern did for all those years. That's what we did here for years before we uh, gave in to the corporate overlord, That's which is correct. Cumulus Media, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, we love more than anything ever. And if anyone listening from Cumulus Media, Corporate, or Westwood One has any question or promotion opportunity for us, we're interested. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Which is also a big part of the rebranding from ABQ Central to Two Men On because we just want to have a national appeal to an audience because we think it's important that our brand, comedic stylings, and personality is able to connect with anyone coast to coast. You don't got to let them too far behind the curtain, Fred, but okay, we get it. So that 30 mil, some, mon- some money comes out of that. Like he's got to pay his guys. Sure. Got to pay his production yeah. stuff. But I mean, do you think Aaron Snacks. Aaron- got a big snack budget. Heck yeah. You know how much he spends on black tank tops every year? It's a lot. Pat McAfee to me seems like a guy who doesn't wear the same black tank top twice. No, he gets home, he throws it away. He throws it away. Yeah, just has another one the next day. He just calls it the pile. He just throws them in a pile. But I think Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy who'd be like... He complete some kid's make-a-wish, but it's a very specific make-a-wish yeah. that you want a pile of black tank tops from a podcaster. The, he calls here, it, here you go. He calls Aaron Chisholm over at Chisholm Trail RV, who is like the president or vice president or whatever, make a wish here in town. And is like, listen, I really want to do a Black Swan interpretation, live performance, but I want my entire Black Swan outfit to be made out of Pat McAfee discarded black tank tops. And you're like, super niche. Let's do it. Here's the point I'm trying to get to. Aaron Rodgers, I think, would be the first guy to tell Pat McAfee, 200 million is too low, bro. I got way more. 
That's all I'm saying. I just think Aaron Rodgers is the guy who would blow up that number to make himself look cooler in front of Pat McAfee, who I think is living the rock star life that all football players want to live. Man, you ain't lying there. If I was a football player who just had any inkling whatsoever to go into media afterwards. If I was a football player. I mean, it would, it would be Pat McAfee. That's the playbook, isn't it? Heck yeah. Retire at 29? <clears throat> go to Barstool? Get super rich and famous? Break nonsensical Aaron Rodgers news once a week? That's his whole shtick. I'm into it. I'm super into it. Major League Baseball said you got until 5 o'clock today to come around Major League Baseball Player Association and we'll still let you play 162. Don't give in. It's a trick. Turns out that's a lie. It's a trick. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't do it. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Major League Baseball Player, Players Association, you got to get some goodwill stuff right here. You got to get like... Hey, we put together a fund to, to float all these spring training related businesses or something. You got to do, like, always stay one step ahead. One step ahead. The MLB keeps moving the goalposts on their deadlines, just mm-hmm. like just to try to create buzz for the Players Association to keep making them look worse and worse that they don't give in and accept their demands. What's next? It's like, yeah, we said Tuesday, but we meant Tuesday. April 4th in the New Zealand time zone. Right. So you still got time, bro. Also, like yesterday, Major League Baseball owner is like doing that move where they open their wallet and then like a like a moth flies out of it and they're like, we don't have enough money. And then today, Apple is like, we actually just gave you all the money for Friday Night Baseball, you moth flying wallet liars. They're liars. From the texture, yeah. I'm not going to read all this because there might be some statute of limitations here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll try the Filipino mojo. Get uh, get me some. You got a guy? The Philippines have a drink called mojo, <laughs> and all the sailors drink it. This is how you know this story is a lie from the texture, because they say except, except for me, <laughs> I didn't do it. The there is a uh, a substance in it. That you'll have to tune into the live stream to see. But uh, pretty good is what it said. Pretty good drink. Uh, I would like to say that substance is probably the star of the Wolf of Wall Street. The 80s were weird. The 80s were weird, man. You know, people are like, I was born in the wrong Uh, time. Speaking of 80s. Specifically talking about the 70s, but also the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get caught up on winning time last night no of course not you got to do it tonight i Maybe. apparently need to watch monday night raw because stone cold steve austin is coming back and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so also from the texture i'm not lying okay i mean i mean that's what a liar would say <laughs> these owners are getting real ridic- all right here's hear me out okay we set up a gofundme to help the MLB owners through these trying times. Got no other plan. No one thinks it's the player's fault, right? Like, I'm being serious right now. Oh, uh, we got a couple callers last week that thought it was the player's fault. 
Did, do they not know that it's the owner's fault? Did you say that part? Yeah, I told them that, hey, here's the thing, though. It's the owner's fault. If someone were to be like, Fred, this is the player's fault, I would immediately go, you accidentally said players when you meant to say owners. The The funny thing is, like, the millionaires versus billionaires argument, we've already addressed that. A million seconds is 11 days. Yeah. A billion seconds is 31 years. Mm-hmm. Millionaires and billionaires aren't even close. Get over that. But also, all the players association really wants is to catch up, <laughs> is to catch up with interest from the last CBA. That's really all they're doing. You know what I think is kind of interesting about this one compared to the one when I was like a kid, the 94 one? There is like a different energy about it, right? Mm-hmm. About fans? Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember like your dad, Aaron Rodgers, when you were a kid? And he would be like, I'd play the game for free. Like, do you remember like that argument when we were young? Right. I don't hear that anymore. Does that exist anymore? Well, Tom Brady just retired. He played it for free compared to what he was worth. All right. We need all right. Tom Brady was playing a different game than NFL football. Tom Brady was playing the life game, mm. and he, because of his decisions in the game of football, won the life game. He's pretty good at it. He was like, yeah, I'll take some here so I can take much more everywhere else. You can miss me with the avocados and the Uggs, but besides that, he kind of did everything right. Slap me across the face with my avocado-colored Uggs. I don't care. <laughs> How many billionaires are in the world? Not a clue. I'm going to look it up. I think it's like 600. It's not a lot, okay? Okay. I was way off. (laughs) It's like 40,000. 2,700. 27, that's still not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot. You think in the whole world. It's like, yeah. Compared to 6 billion people, out of 6 billion people, 2,700 of them are billionaires? The number I had was 600. There's 724 in America. Oh, okay. Okay. That's... You think American billionaires. Yeah. That's fine. Because why would I count the 51 in Italy? Because they're part of the total, probably, I would say. You count them because you should count them in the total. They would own a soccer team, right? And they own an olive oil company. There's a lot of exports from Italy, and that's what you went with, Vitel? You, you chose... Because that's very popular. It's not, it's not racist if you're Italian. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what if one of them was in Sicily? What would you say then, Michael? That's where my grandparents came from, yes. Oh, so the number one export is Vitals? Olive oil. Extra virgin. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Not going there. Not, not on AMFM. <laughs> nope. You got Isaac Newton hot takes over there? I Vital? do. I got a bunch, man. Oh, Vital. 724 in the United States. 698 in China. But some of those are in Hong Kong, which I still don't super know the difference. Or Taiwan. You think in Taiwan or Hong Kong? Um, Technically both. Well, are you talking about Kowloon Bay as opposed to Hong Kong? That's. I mean, that's exactly what I mean, Fred. Yeah. It's a very good cat and meat. Mm-hmm. India's got a buck 40. Germany's got a buck 30. Russia's got a buck set. Had. Let me rephrase that one. Russia don't. 
Brazil, Canada, United Kingdom, Italy. Anyways, of these 724 billionaires in the United States, that leaves 690-ish billionaires that have an opportunity to buy a major league team. Mm -hmm. Just go buy one. Because you're going to do better than one of the 30 guys that are already doing it. There is 1,200 professional baseball players on Major League Baseball rosters. Approximately, yes, you're correct. Well, there's 30 teams and 40-man rosters. It's exactly 1,200. Let me check the math. That's okay. okay. If you take the next 1,200 baseball players, it will drastically alter the play of the game. Are you talking about saying the best player in Major League Baseball would be the 1,201st best player on the planet? I don't know what that means, but I think I get your gist. So you're saying get rid of the best 1,200 and start at number one at 1,201. Correct. If you take 1,201 to 2,401, that would drastically alter the sport. Yeah, it'd be terrible. If you take away the 30 billionaires who own all the teams and replace them with another 30 billionaires, it might make the sport better. There's no might about it. Well, I mean, they could could be like evil billionaires. Currently, there's no baseball. Tell me how it could get worse, Van. Um, they could fill their teams with radiated monkeys and release them on the city that they're supposed to be playing baseball in. You're, That's worse. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mark Wahlberg the coach of one of the teams? Because I'm in on that. Wait, what? I thought we were doing Planet of the Apes. Ah, oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry, sorry. James Franco is a Planet of the Apes guy in my head. I don't I know why. I hate James Franco. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the, the artist or the the poet or the actor or the comedian, the director? Which one? Mm-hmm. Just all of them? I hate them all. Yeah. Every, God, like, every guy named James Franco? Because there's a lot of James Francos. There's probably a few. 505-246-0610. James, are you listening. <laughs> are you James Franco? <laughs> but not that James Franco. One, Fred one, hates. one was a pitcher, wasn't he, for the Mets, or no? Different first name. Uh, no, that was the first baseman. Um, John Franco. Left-hand pitcher John Franco. Oh, okay. Close enough. He didn't play first base? John Franco? I thought he did, maybe. No, John Franco's a left-handed pitcher. All right, so you know why I thought that? Left-handed. He's like the Italian Tom Glavin. Okay. I know we've done the varsity of facial hair before, but I don't know how we've left John Franco's mustache off varsities of facial hairs. Okay. I thought he was clean shaven in my head. Let's take a look. Michael, you just recently got a clean shave, and I think that was a poor decision. Grab that phone call. Whenever we get back, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's radio show is at or near the best radio show in the history of anything we've ever done. Say otherwise, and I'll fight you. You have to wait one. When's pregame, Michael? Eight, eight, o'clock? eight, eight o'clock. Eight yeah. o'clock. So you have to wait one hour. Do you just want me to hang out for one hour, Michael, and keep doing radio? Uh, no. I have to go to the bathroom. I think I would be Leona Fig Newton. Right before we came back from the Specifically, break. Specifically, I'd be Leona Fig Newton with the elbows taken off. During the break, Michael, uh, across social media, a meme came up saying that your drag queen name is the name, your grandmother's first name plus the last sweet you ate. And I was like, Elaine Crackers is a terrible 
Drag queen name. For this generation. <laughs> it would have done great 50 years ago. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of Kanye Bangers. Contact I-9 Sports League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. It's got to be a quick one. Okay. Because Michael, I don't know if you heard, he has to, he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I will go number one. Okay, okay you go number one. I'm going to say Kim Kardashian. Like Kim Kardashian was is pretty high on the list of Kanye bangers. Yeah? Yeah, I think she you think she, she banged him. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to say she did a good job. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll go number 4 off of Pusha T's Daytona album. Uh-huh. Come Back Baby, produced mm. by uh Kanye West. That's one of my favorite Kanye bangers. A little bit of a sample there, but I think that's good. No, no, he produced it. He produced the whole album. It's very good. Strong work. We'll go with Amber Rose. Ooh. I think Amber Rose is like an exceptional look. I think she's very beautiful in her own way. Okay. Put Amber Rose on the list. All right. That's a good one. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, I'll go also by 2002 Talib Kweli hit, ah. Get By. That's one of my favorite Kanye West bangers. He wasn't in either of those songs, but he produced both of them. So uh, I like that. Tied for third on my list is Sumke Rainey and Alexis Pfeiffer. Uh, if you Google both of them, you'll notice they're basically twins of each other and both beautiful. Okay, okay. Uh, another one that I, I really uh, like is Common's 2005 hit, Go. Ah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kanye West produced that one as well. I am a big Common guy in Smoking Aces. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cicely Lopez is a rare kind of beauty that I think can't be found everywhere you look. So uh, give her to me on the list of Kanye bangers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think uh, the one that really changed the game for him, and this is like during the era where I was like a pinkies out indie rapper head, but this song really stood out and it shows like the kind of uh, youthful talent that Kanye had. Mm-hmm. Izzo by Jay-Z. H, also known as H-O-V-A, HOVA. So, 2001 Jay-Z banger produced by Kanye West. The thing is, Michael, it's H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. Poshizzle, my, used to dribble around in VA because he was from the Virginia area. Wait, you can't say the N-Z word anymore? I didn't know. I was not even going to. I wasn't going to. It's a gray area you probably shouldn't go to, though. No. Julia Fox is the one. She's going to be the salt and the pepper of Jay Z of Kanye Bangers. Okay. Um but the thing that I like most about her is uh she's a pretty good Broadway actress. I mean I'm a guy who likes live entertainment, so okay. give, yeah, give it to me. Uh going back to Pusha T, who's mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite rappers, probably in my top five. Mm-hmm. And the thing I I like least about him is his association with Kanye. But I'm gonna go with Pain by Pusha T. Two thousand twelve banger. Chanel Inman? And if you guys aren't familiar, uh, it's because you shouldn't be. She's just uh, some sort of a backup dancer or something of that nature. Okay. We went different directions in our Kanye bangers. Yeah, I don't like to give him any credit as a rapper or especially as a person. But man, can that dude produce some sweet hip-hop music. You're not wrong wrong? Yeah. Donda 2 came out on its own app for some reason. Listening to him rap is exhausting. Because he's it, so it, good. It upsets me. 
The college dropout changed the game. I, mean, I can't say otherwise. The production is phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Everything about it. Freshman adjustment, the whole thing. Any final words, man? Man, too much for the time allotted, but whatever we didn't cover, make sure you check out on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie tomorrow morning. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.